Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah's replacement. (laughs) Known as... I don't know. We'll pick a new name next week. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Amanda Williams. So thank you, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, let's thank you. Tiffany has to start it. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing it? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, we're so good at it. <laughs> Today we will be discussing chapter 9 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Writing on the Wall. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details before we begin. Megan has weekly profit news. I do. Megan. I do. I do. Profit. I do. And it's exciting. Do tell. Okay. So we all know, we've talked about it. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child coming to New York. Woo woo. Swish and Flick going to be there next year. So excited. Wait, Yay. what? Yeah. Yeah, we bought Who's your the ticket. Cursed Child? Well, we'll Sarah, find out. We didn't invite you. There's something oh. with a bird in a nest, I know. A bird? Yes. Uh, birdie, birdie you mean an Albus? No, it's a bird. <laughs> so. An Albus? Um. It's been announced actually today, which is Friday, mm-hmm. March 2nd, mm-hmm. that the Friday 40 is coming 
next Friday, March 9th. So anybody who doesn't know what the Friday 40 is, it means every single Friday that Cursed Child is like playing. Okay. They release 40 tickets at $40. So that's 20 per part. $20 per part. Um, Mm -hmm. Are you in like the nosebleeds? No, know. some of the very best seats in the theater, they reserve them <laughs> for the Friday 40 and they sell them for $40. So it's like very sought after, obviously. Wow. Um, that's like a real gamble, though. Do people, oh, yeah. So here's my thought. Do people like us like buy tickets, right? And then like then try to get Friday 40. I would and then, think so. And if you do, you like sell your Cancel others. it. A lot of people also probably, because like in New York, um, they have like a place where you can go and buy like day of tickets mm-hmm. cheaper. Yeah. Um, so there's probably people that are like, I just want to go see a show or I really want, hopefully want to see this one. And they're yeah. banking on it. You know what I mean? Because that's what we did the first time we went to New York was we went and bought, I think we saw Phantom of the Opera. I could be Oof, lying. Good show. I do yeah. believe, though, that this is like you win it that day and it's the mm-hmm. following week. Yeah. These mm-hmm. tickets are only good for the short. following week. And they've been doing Whoa. this. They've yeah. been doing this in London since it started. Yeah. Um, do and other shows do this? Sorry. I don't know. Okay. I just know that Cursed Child has been doing it in London since it opened, and now they're bringing that concept to New York. Um, So that's pretty awesome. I wouldn't like to know, because I see shows here. Like, I've only seen a couple in New York and everything, and that's the only place besides Cleveland that I've seen. Um, (laughs) No, but, like, I want to know if they do this. Like, if you live there, if you rent to, like, a lot of things, if they do this for other shows. They do something like this for Hamilton, I believe. I I think that it's, like, a thing with, like, super sought-after tickets, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. So they reserve a certain amount and release them, like, the week before for people to potentially purchase them. Mm. So, yeah, guys, I mean, look out for it. You just go to HarryPotterThePlay.com Every Friday at one o'clock Eastern time, mm. they release them. Okay. So if you want to try, I mean, let us know yeah. if you get those. Yeah, that's yeah, super yeah. Interesting. I, I actually like as I was going through trying to purchase our tickets for this, I was like, "Well, if we don't get these, we're just going to have to try the Friday Forty every yeah. week." <laughs> it totally would have been a backup. Plan. <laughs> yeah, but. That'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, and can I you imagine if you got like crazy awesome tickets for 40 bucks. I'm really excited to go. I didn't. So spoiler alert. I didn't read the whole play. She knows what it but is. But I know though. I read spoilers before I even bought it. And then when we decided to do a reread of all the things. We said um, we were going to include Cursed Child correct, in the reread. Yeah. Um, yeah. I decided yeah, to buy will. it then. So before we decided to do the podcast, but after we decided to do a reread of everything and have like a book discussion between the four of us, I bought it and started reading it and then I put it down and never picked it up. I'm just I'm, excited to really see it come to life because I think that's what's going to be so good about this correct. play. I think that it's going to be better seeing it mm-hmm. than me reading it. Yeah, for sure. I'm 100% counting on it making me like it a little bit. Agreed. I it's not yeah. that I don't, honestly, when, I know this is kind of like, we're taking a little longer, but whatever. We yeah, whatever. Because guess what? This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on topic. We're talking about Harry Potter. Right. This is the Weekly Prophet. We're still on it. That's right. So when I, when I heard it was coming out, I was so excited, okay? Oh, yeah. When I got it, I was so excited. Because yep. I even looked at like my time hop stuff that came up on Facebook, and I was like, I was really stoked to, to read it. And when I read it, it was like getting all the feels back. And it wasn't until after mm-hmm. I had finished it and processed it where I started like questioning like stuff that happened and how I felt about it. But 
honestly, like, I'm not going to read it again before we go see it. I agree. I'm not, not going to finish either. reading it. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read it after. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. not going to be there in the podcast yet, but I can read other books sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really hoping that it makes me... Like it more. Mm-hmm. Like it more. I appreciate it, obviously. But I want to like yeah. want to I like mean, it. it was said even... Like, when this news first broke that, like, this was happening mm-hmm. and she was going to release a screenplay, like, it was all over. How does that even happen to you? <laughs> Sarah's glasses just magically flew <laughs> off of her. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was said that, like, she never wanted this to be a book. Mm-hmm. She wanted it to only be able to be seen visually because that's how it was, that's what it was written for. That's, like, how it was meant to be seen. But the demand was just so high that, like, she almost had to cave. And like I, you know, this is true. Thank you, Tiffany. Wow. But I feel like um, she never wanted us to read it. Mm-hmm. She wanted us to see it. it so I feel, I yeah. feel like I can't really judge it. Judge it until I see it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like thinking this versus, well, first of all, she didn't write the play. Right. Right. But, but like, she that's, proved that's a whole it. Another yes. thing. Yes. So. But looking play versus the screenplay for um, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts, Beast, which she did write. Mm. There's so much detail in it. So you can tell the you writing. Can, correct. And yeah. you can see, you can visually see everything where with the play, it leaves a lot to the imagination just reading it. So it'll, yeah. I, I think it's really, like you said, going to come to life and you're going to mm-hmm. see everything and it's really going to be more of a solid mm-hmm. piece of work when we see it live. And this is just like my quick little opinion on Cursed Child. Like, I'm never going to be okay with like the Do whole it. time turner thing. Like, that just doesn't make okay sense. With, I'm never going to be okay with that and I'm never going to accept that. Like, end of story. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. I don't see that. Are you okay I don't with see with how. <clears throat> I like. <laughs> You're not answering me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the storyline of Albus, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that Mm -hmm. part of it. And I love Scorpius, like, really, like, getting to know Scorpius's character and, like, who Draco has turned into Mm -hmm. and, you know, how he lost his wife and how that molded Scorpius into, like, who he is. And um, I love how it brought out a good side of to Slytherins mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of good things about it yes. but I feel like those good things are totally overshadowed by stupid details that I people would, are going to just never get over yes I a thousand percent agree with you because yeah. I do like that storyline yeah. and, and yeah, it is too. nice to see like how um, Harry's relationship with Albus is like completely different than the other two kids mm-hmm. and how it just, and I you really know, like that storyline. And who knows? Like, you know, I mean, we all have this idea of Harry in our heads, but we don't know Harry at that well, time yet. You know, and, like and what he, he's gone through and how he's changed and how he's molded. Like, some people are like, oh, that's not Harry. How do you know, really? People change. Yeah. And you, you know, you get to see him be more of a human than a hero. Yes. Which is nice to see. Yeah. To go off of uh, seeing Harry and saying that's not Harry. Harry never had a dad. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what that role felt like. Yes, he had father figures. But, but that's he's different. still figuring out what that looks like and who he is. Because he didn't even have a mother. So, like, you know, he can you pick know. up ways to parent 
mother or father. He had neither examples. of those things. His, yeah, his examples were terrible. Had secrets from him. He had someone who was a little way too reckless. And then he had good old lovable Hagrid that didn't always make the best choices. Right. So I think, you know, so it's just, I'm excited. You know, give him a break. I'm excited to get to Cursed Child in all honesty because I want to break it down. And I love that we're going to see it before we get years. to it. Yeah. I was going to see yeah. it. Really? Yes. <laughs> we're going to yes. do it today. Um, I'm excited that we're going to get to see it before we talk about it. And hopefully that will mold more of our conversation, how we yeah. can like yeah. actually go off of the play. Mm-hmm. Me and Katie will have seen it twice. What we should do. (laughs) I've been to New York. Before (laughs) you, we should do before you guys see it is record like an episode of us talking about how we think it's going to go. That's a great idea. And then how you feel coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging it. That should be a vlog. Should I read the book then? Or the play? Well, uh, well, we'll talk about it. I would have encouraged you to read it anyway. I mean, I read some of it. I got to the part where um, they were running away. Well, I wouldn't burn it like our friend Matt Brady, but... (laughs) I'm not a book burner. I don't believe in that. I don't either. I don't think he actually burned it. No, I don't think he did. (laughs) Well, that was a long weekly profit. That was a long weekly profit, but it had to be done. Yeah. Had to be done. I'm excited for the Friday 40 to end it there. There you go. It's a great thing, and I hope that people are able to get tickets who were... Shut out in the very difficult buying process yes, the first yeah. time. So, first two times. May the yeah. odds be ever in your favor. Oh, hey, what? What is this podcast about? <laughs> Katniss? Who's the, that? The Hungry Games. <laughs> yes. I'm part of Who the Hungry Games. Peter Pina. Griffin. <laughs> See. <laughs> All right. Are we doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going into the r- 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 recap? <laughs> it's just never going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last time, uh, Harry narrowly escaped getting detention from Filch. He ended up getting an invite to Nearly Headless Nick's death day party on Halloween, which I don't really know if that was better than a detention. Mm. Maggoty food? Mm. I don't know. Maggoty haggis. After the trio left, they hoped to catch the end of the end of the actual feast, but Harry heard that disembodied voice again, and the trio discovered that the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. And that Mrs. Norris tied herself up <laughs> and then on the she, torch bracket. And then she braided my hair and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> what? <laughs> With Mrs. Norris. I need to do a little disclaimer here about that conversation, though. <laughs> oh, okay. First, <laughs> I don't think my original statement was fully understood. I totally understood it. No. Second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I did run with the polydactyl thing. Well, yeah, because you're you. Because I'm me, I'm a Slytherin and a Taurus, so of course I'm never going to back down on my opinion. It's them horns. <laughs> Can I just put, interject right here? But... Well, no, it's, it's not anything against you. It's just that I hope that people don't think that, like, we were fighting. This <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that I was not a fight. Our, our listeners should know by now that this is our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Megan and I purposely disagree on oh, yeah. things to argue. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and Katie and I stay out of it. <laughs> we just <laughs> enjoy absolutely. it. Um, and within Facebook conversations... <laughs> Sarah just pulled out the the picture of Mrs. Norris hanging from the door. And within the Facebook conversations, I loved what some people said. And this is what 
my original thought was, but it didn't come across this okay, way, give it to us. was that she was, hang- I do believe that she was like up there spying. That was like my original Perch. thing. Perch. I just disagree But I that. think that her tail was wrapped around the torch bracket and then she got petrified and swung down. Okay. And I know I did not say that no, okay. in the I last know, podcast. I know that's what you were saying. I, I just disagree <laughs> no, that's that they fine. were hanging out on the torch thing. That's fine. Because Tiffany and I were talking but, about this today only because... Because I'm not saying that cats don't hang out in weird places or that she would be hanging out in a weird place. Mm -hmm. It's just that regardless of of if the like how close she was to the flame, in this picture on the and the thing, there's a flame, it would be hot. Don't you think the cat would not want to be near an open flame? I don't know, because Teddy loves the heater at our house, and as soon as the heater comes on, he is there. He abandons us. It's like you don't even exist. What what, um Temperatures, the heat at versus an open flame. That's all I'm thinking. Of. I know. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. But and then there was another like, option that I really liked, where somebody said that she saw the basilisk <laughs> reflection in the water, jumped because mm-hmm. she was scared, and her tail got wrapped around yes. the torch bracket. I also I, liked that. I will also say theory. Versus anybody the, tweet Joe. <laughs> the picture in the book versus like because we were just watching Chamber today. We did watch Chamber today. Um, when you they pan out, you see the cat does. It's not like it's tied or anything. It kind of it's like wrapped. it is. It's oh, like, like a hook. Like a yes. Yeah. And there's no torch lit though. And I will. And I will say in the movie. The, no, in the movie the torch was that's out. That's what I'm saying. In that, the movie, but in yeah. the, here. It's well, I'm just saying. And I will say that I I know she did not tie. No, yeah. Her tail. <laughs> she did not take her little paws and tie her tail in a knot. I am aware of that. It was us joking around. <laughs> but, like, it really started a lot of conversation, so I feel the need to address well, it. And I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate everybody's, like, giving us what they think. Yeah, wants. I like, loved it. I appreciate it. everyone else's view. That was the point of that. We wanted it to start a conversation, I and mean, it did. So, thank you guys. You know what I think? I think Mrs. Norris opened the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, controversial. Mm-hmm. And you think me saying cats tie their tails I mean, is controversial. She can she hiss. She can hiss because she's a cat. So she hiss, probably learned parcel hiss, tongue. Cat hiss. It's all hiss. This just is true. I'm she just probably saying. knows how to speak parcel tongue. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that brings us to the summary. <laughs> the longest intro to an episode yes. we've ever had. All right, so the trio goes with Dumbledore and company to Lockhart's office to discuss the events of the night. The next couple of days, everyone is wondering what the Chamber of Secrets is, and Hermione asks Professor Binns in class. After hearing what he has to say, they decide to look for more clues and venture into Myrtle's bathroom. Finally, they decide they need to go incognito into the Slytherin common room for answers. Mm. They could have just asked me. I'd tell them. Shall they find them? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. They should have just dove down into the lake, broken one of the <laughs> windows, and gone in there, just like barged in, and like, yo, Malboy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, no. <laughs> Are we stealing gillyweed? Is this leading up to four? Maybe. Spoilers! <laughs> There's so many options. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, I will say, yeah, for looking ahead. for answers, I hear that Hufflepuffs are particularly good finders. What Katie? do you say, Katie? Sometimes. Mm. Whoa! <laughs> I think okay. my wife would sometimes say I don't look hard enough. Ooh, oh, I know she doesn't look hard my enough. My father <laughs> always says finding, finding involves, involves looking. looking. Oh yeah, Katie needs that advice occasionally. I love you too. Love you. <laughs> love ya, honey. <laughs> name that show listeners name it all right um i labeled this the corridor of horror 
I like it. Um, So we start back up after Malfoy has yelled in the hallway. Sarah, do you remember what he said? You'll be next to my blood. (laughs) That was so good. That was was, like perfect. It was really good. (laughs) And so um, obviously alerted by the sounds in the hall, Filch arrives on the scene. What's he going to (sighs) see? Tiffany, what does he sound like when he says these things? (laughs) You murdered my cat. Okay. Fresh in my head today, guys. Um, How so many movies did you guys watch today? Three. Oh, okay. We, we watched, watched. We watched the Star Wars. We watched the Star Wars, and then two Harry Potters. Yes. Two and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Filch arrives on the scene, and he pushes through the crowd. And Sarah already has her hand up. <laughs> <laughs> we watched two. We watched episode four, four. and then we watched six. Oh! Yay for the evening. Okay. <laughs> Not in that order, but it was a good attempt Correct, for us. But at least we did them all. We tried. Um, so Filch is pushing through the. I broke crows. That's supposed to say crowd. <laughs> and after he sees Mrs. Norris, he begins to scream, "My cat!" See a few seconds ago for that. And he immediately <laughs> looks at Harry. Nope, that's not how you spell it. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, Sarah's trying to edit the doc, and Sarah can spell right. And so he immediately looks at Harry and accuses him. So my question, why? I know why. Because he's got it out for him now. Right. Well, I think he's afraid of, because Harry knows that, well, Harry doesn't know that he knows he's a squib. Right. But he thinks that Harry knows what he knows. Right. So he's but like, he's going to tell everyone tell, he's man at him. Tell Parvati to tell, <laughs> tell Harry. <laughs> but, I mean, he's probably, like, so afraid so he's going to lash out because he's but so see, if I was about Filch, being a squid. Yeah. If I was Filch, I would, like, make sure not to accuse him. Right? Really? Like, you I don't him want on him on side. my bad side, you know? Mm. So it's kind mm, of but, like a... See, but like, Filch being but nice Filch to is people. Filch. Filch would be like, so. I'm going to be so horrible to him that he thinks I'm going to like... Kill True. Him. Hang him by his ankles yeah. in he my office. The worst thing possible for him. He does say I'll kill you. Yeah, well, let's get in to the you. movie. No, he says, no, he he says it in the book. Oh, yeah, he claims that Harry uh, murdered his cat and he threatens to kill him. And I said, holy... <laughs> to that. Because that's pretty serious. Yeah. I mean, you're an adult in a school saying that in front of a bunch of children. You go, Filch. You kill those kids. I want to see some punishment. <laughs> and so Dumbledore arrives on the scene and he says, Argus. And I said, using that first name, this means some serious business. Mm-hmm. You don't go making those threats. Now, it says, and we have to get into the tale again. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. It says that. I did think of this. It says that Dumbledore detaches Mrs. Norris from the bracket. And I said that this proves that there was a tie. And let me explain. When they are petrified, they're like you can't move them. Right. They had to rip the camera out of someone's hands later on. I won't spoil it for you all. (laughs) And they have to pry the mirror out of someone else's hands. You can't move them. Which makes me think if he were to take her off of the torch bracket and it was just by her tail... He wouldn't have been able to do that if it was wrapped. So that's why I'm thinking Unless it like, was tied but, up there by someone. With oh, like, like oil. tied with something else. Well, yes, because oh. I think that because she's petrified, 
he's not going to be able to get her off because I understand that cats wrap their tails around stuff and I get that because I've had cats and I've seen them do it. They'll like just curl it around stuff. Uh-huh. And I originally wrote in the group message that I thought that maybe she was perched up there and she had her tail just wrapped around like real casual, saw the basilisk and fell down froze and just fell and was hanging. But then this says that and I'm like, well, she had to be tied because it was too easy. Unless it was just like a maneuver. I'm thinking two things. One could be what didn't. Well, first of all, like if it was just curved like a hook, they could just detach her. And they could say detach with yeah. just a hook, I would think. And then my, that's not what I think. Well, my second was though, someone, so. um, someone in the group, and I apologize for whoever said it, and I don't remember your name, because they were talking about like, while if Voldemort. through her Mm -hmm. could be using spells because they were even saying that they tried to um, get the blood off the wall or whatever it was and they couldn't do it. Like they scrubbed as hard as they could and the the writing was still there. Yes. That maybe they used a spell to stick the cat onto the torch bracket. How would you have gotten her down? It's Dumbledore. Yeah, but it just says detached. But if it was Dumbledore, he should have been able to get the letters off. I don't know. I'm just thinking like maybe... Well, that's my two cents. Nothing yeah. in the universe I mean, of Harry Potter has been talked about. It's never been so controversial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is more controversial than anything you've ever heard. Yep. So Was who, she tied up there? Knows? Dear the best part Joe. Is like, well, Did ask, she use her thumbs? <laughs> we'll ask Joe and she'll be like, you know what? She was I don't even know. She wrote it on the wall herself. It really wasn't Ginny. <laughs> she used she, her tail as a brush. <laughs> oh my gosh. She wrote a little letter. She was the one writing in the diary with her little paws. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Okay, so um, Dumbledore instructs the trio and Filch to walk with him, and Lockhart offers up his office for their use. And so once they're in the office, I love this part. The the pictures in Lockhart's <laughs> office all begin to flee, and some of them are said they have their hair in rollers. <laughs> so the vainest pictures. Uh, <laughs> well, think of the man. I literally I cannot stand Lockhart. No. Sarah said it twice today as she was reading. Oh, I, can't. I just can't stand him. Um, and so they lay Mrs. Norris down, and, he, and Dumbledore is poking and prodding at her very closely, and Snape is looming in the background. And it says that he's trying hard not to smile. And I'm, like, wondering, like, what are you thinking? Because he doesn't exactly, like, strike me as someone that, like, hates Filch because they work so closely together sometimes. Um, So I just wondered, I guess, what do you guys think that he's thinking? Like, why is this funny? I don't know. Maybe it's Snape and he just just likes... It's just interesting. ...not nice situations. I think that he's probably laughing at Lockhart's pictures. No, maybe he's smiling because he thinks Harry might get pegged with this. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say... Maybe he thinks that this is this is something that he can really get Harry in trouble for. Mm-hmm. Especially That's since he already point. slipped through Snape trying to get him expelled with the car. <laughs> yeah. And then that all whole first year. <laughs> yes. I don't understand why Snape wants him expelled when, like, he knows about like he him to needing there. to be safe. Yeah. But Maybe he has an inkling that the Chamber of Secrets is going to be open and he doesn't want him involved. He's blinded mm. by his love, guys. He's blinded. So this is another Dobby maneuver to get him out? That's not what I was thinking, but could be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it kind of makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let well, because, like, how close are is Snape and um, the Malfoys? 
realistically. They're supposed to be very close, right? Yes. Hmm. Things to think about. Hmm. Let it ponder on that. Really, the only, like, Malfoy-related person who didn't trust Snape was Bellatrix, and she's not in the picture right now. She's not even a Malfoy. Well, by marriage, right? No. Her well, she's, like, related to Narcissa. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a but like, she's part of their family. She's part of their family. She's part of a lot of people's family. So I feel like, yeah, they would have had a lot of trust for Snape until she broke out. I don't think she trusted him at all, though. Mm-mm. Bellatrix? No. No. Not a bit. But I bet you some of it's also, like, she wants to be Voldemort's, like, main oh, yeah. personal oh, yeah. role, and she doesn't like that Voldemort She sees Snape, Snape as a threat Correct. Like, to that position. Too yeah, crazy to be a double agent. <laughs> like, you're literally psycho. I was saying that today. I'm like, she's literally freaking crazy. All right, um, so Dumbledore is poking and prodding Mrs. Norris, and um, so Lockhart is flitting around back and forth, and I thought it would be prudent to read what he says, because he's <sighs> a doofus. I love how we're all, like, sighing about him. I'm he's sorry. just so dumb. Yeah, we have a book with him, so we gotta do this. All right, it was definitely a curse that killed her. Probably the transmorphigan torture. <laughs> I've seen it used many times, so unlucky I wasn't there. I know the very counter curse that could have saved her. Of course you do. And then it says, I remember something very similar happening in something. Uwagondagoo? Oh my god, is that? um, Is that the school? I was going to say, is that the city that... How do you spell it? Oh god. Uh, O-U-A-G-A-D... O-G-O-U. Got it. All right. I'm going to continue. Said Lockhart. A series of attacks, the full stories in my autobiography. I was able to provide the townsfolk with various amulets, which cleared up the matter at once. And the photographs on Lockhart's wall were all nodding in agreement as he talked. One of them had forgotten to remove his hairnet. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it. The name of the school is very similar to that. It's Really? Ooh, good... Is it, is, it a real, is that a real town, though? It is, is a that? real town. Yes! In Africa. Ah! And I wonder if it's in Uganda, because that is where the school is. I love her. Gosh darn it. So good. So good. Um, so Filch continues to cry in the corner, and I wrote, I would, too. If this is my pet. If this was Bear Bear, oof. I would cry. I would cry. I'd also probably cry if I liked the teacher. I'd probably or the secretly, person, you know what I mean? If I yeah, thought Harry was, did it, I probably would have choked him out by now. <laughs> like, had this happened to Fozzie, I would be in the corner crying with you. <laughs> I know. And, and it says Harry felt sorry for Filch. But it also says Harry felt sorry for himself for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> felt more sorry for himself. Right. That's a very Harry way to think. But, again, well, I, yeah. I would feel the same way I if it know. was Phil. He'd be like, well, I feel a little bit sorry for you, but, God, I wish I hadn't done that. Mm. Or gone there, you know. Been in that spot at that time. So, Dumbledore comes to the conclusion that she has been pet- petrified. And then he says, how, I cannot say. No, I'll get to it. Don't worry. I said, do you really not know? Or are you just trying to cover up the fact that you literally can't say it? Because people will, like, lose their it's minds. Like, literally what I was going to say, because I didn't read your portion of the docket. And I, and I wrote, we know you know shiz, bruh. <laughs> he knows. 
He knows exactly what it is at that point, I would think. He knows exactly that it's this is the basilisk, this is the it's chamber. It's the chamber open again. I mean, he was there for the first one. Why what? wouldn't he know? Lightning yeah. bolt, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, for That's sure. Also what I think. Do you think, though, that he would have had, like, the students not been there, he would have said so? Mm, no. No. I just because... He's, he's Dumbledore. He, he keeps secrets. I don't do think, you think he can make he, anybody know. Do you think he wants what? Gilderoy to know? Definitely not. And I he think... keeps secrets? I think the only... <laughs> I think... I he mean, would trust Snape. Yeah. He would trust McGonagall, I think. I think he would trust Snape and McGonagall, but... I think they might I don't know it. about McGonagall. Only because... But she, even she has no clue about Snape either. Snape is really the only person that's really actually the closest to Dumbledore. This is true. Am I wrong? Mm. No, yeah. I get that. And so what I'm thinking is we don't know what Dumbledore does in his spare time in between all of the attacks. Do you think he's looking for the chamber himself? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't want the school to get closed and he saw what happened last time. But don't you think he would be wise enough to understand where everything originated from? I don't know. I mean, they've been searching the school for literally thousands of years for this thing, and no one's found it. I know. Leave it up to a couple 12-year-olds. That's what I'm saying. Like, Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things? Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention and It's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language is needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. 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 
I'm sure he has his his suspicions about who could be doing this, but how do you prove that it's Voldemort and how do you figure out how it's Voldemort? I mean, I'm sure he doesn't know about the diary per se. So do you think he thinks it's actually like Voldemort or anything to do with Voldemort or I would think so, but he just doesn't know how. I feel like Dumbledore also does it. Sometimes he acts the way that it's supposed to pan out, but other times I feel like he sits on things too long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But don't Book you think five. like McGonagall yeah. knows about the Chamber of Secrets? Because in the end of the book, she says she knows about it. So yeah, I think they so- all know of like it, but they but all do they don't know think that everything it's about it. Like, do they true. know about the basilisk? Do they know that? But does he know about the basilisk, or just knows that there's a creature? Well, he well, knows that there's monster. something that petrifies yeah. students, so and like ha- that narrows it down. Food, I would right? think. Yeah. Do we know of any other uh, creature that petrifies? Mm-mm. Well, because the, towards the end of the book, McGonagall's saying, like, they took her to the chamber, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. We're getting deep and sweaty. I mm-hmm. like it. The only proven causes of petrification are the gaze of the gorgon and the basilisk. Mm. Okay. What's, What's a, a gorgon? gorgon? Like a demigorgon? Ooh. Let me see a gorgon. Oh, it's like the wikia. Grain of salt. Organs are magical creatures with the ability to turn anyone who looks at it into stone. Like Medusa. Mm. Ooh, I like Medusa. Like, yeah. I mean, as far as you can like Medusa, right? And I believe that this is. Oh, the wonder, the wonder book, book of spells. Isn't that that PlayStation game? Oh gosh, I think so. Yeah. Is it in there? There, they say it's in there. That that's that that's where Gorgon comes from. Yeah, it's the PlayStation game. Do we consider the games canon? I sure. absolutely would because Flipendo. I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> yeah, um, we can do everything because Flipendo. there's like with the Lego games. At least I know, like with Fantastic Beasts, there was a letter that was written for the film from. Um, Newt's brother to him and he's like reading it on the boat over mm-hmm. and they cut that scene from the movie but the entire letter is read in the Lego game. Dang. So and like and we know that the how they what they say in the game is legit because that letter was on display at the Warner Brothers tour in LA mm-hmm. um, and it was like literally word for word from love the letter. Facts. Yeah. I love it. Um, so back to Dumbledore. Um, he does say that it would take dark magic of the most advanced. You can say that again. And I think right there, that's how I, that's what I think. That's why, that's why I think he knows it's Voldemort. Mm-hmm. And that's like I wrote. I said, so we know you know something. Mm-hmm. And so Filch is determined that Harry did it and he brings up his quick spell letter. And so Snape oddly starts to come to their defense. But before you get excited, his motives aren't exactly nice. So he says that maybe the trio was just perhaps in the wrong place at the wrong time. But then he questions their whereabouts and why they were not with the rest of the school. So they go into explaining about the whole death day party. And then Snape is like, why not return to the feast and get some food? And Ron tells the biggest lie of his entire life. <laughs> we know Ron Weasley, and we know what he likes to do 24-7, and that is eat. 
And so, like to listen to Taylor Swift, I heard. And that, oh my, I hope you choke on your coffee. <laughs> and so he says that they are not hungry. And as he says it, his tummy gives a little rumble. <laughs> like He's got bear. a rumbling in his tummy. <laughs> That's right. And then Snake okay, hold on. switches gears. Totally okay. off topic. Oh, okay. But you need to know this. Yeah, okay. They Disney released this adorable shirt with Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. And he's got a honeypot, and it says feast mode. I need it. <laughs> it's so cute. And it makes me think of Ron. So back on topic. All right. <laughs> um, so Snape switches gears here, and then he goes into how Harry is obviously lying, and then he tries to get him kicked off Quidditch. What? I think that's like his big point to be like, We've got these great brooms. <laughs> Malfoy is gonna suck because he's Malfoy. Yeah. And uh, this is the only way we're us. gonna get to win. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna say it, but I love what McGonagall, McGonagall actually says in yes. defense of oh, him. Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, I could, t- I could tell you. She's like, she like pretty much tells Snape that he's ridiculous. And she's like, Colin, or she say like really Mrs. Norris wasn't petrified by getting smacked over the head with a broomstick. Like oh Quidditch doesn't make any sense <laughs> to take away from him. It's amazing. And I just said that it really seems childish and McGonagall wasn't having any of it. Do you want me to read what she yes, says? Yes, please. She's really Severus said mm-hmm. Professor McGonagall sharply. I see no reason to stop the boy playing Quidditch. This cat was a hit over the head with a broomstick. There's no <laughs> evidence at all that Potter has done anything wrong. God. But honestly, let's let's go ahead and think about it. Sometimes I feel like the adult characters, I mean, McGonagall and all them aside, they were stifled a little bit in their growing up. Because of the war? Something. Could have been the war. I mean, that's across the board for everybody. But something about them never, like, grew up. Like, these childish vendettas never got squashed. We see that Snape never truly got over what happened to him in his past with James and certainly never got over Lily. And so this to me seems like a childish thing to go Mm -hmm. straight to, I'm going to get you off the Quidditch team because that's what a kid would do, right? Yeah. And it kind of makes me sad for him because that just seems... Well, he didn't get any closure, A. And B, like I can't... I was never, you know, in that situation where he was truly bullied by these kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So that's a traumatic thing. You know what I mean? And then having someone that looks just like your bully, except for the eyes that look like the woman that you love, mm-hmm. just kind of mess with your head. Yeah. It that's just a makes harsh. It makes me feel really like, like, oh man, like that's that's sad. Yeah. That you're gonna go I mean, there. Love him or hate him, take him or leave him, whatever. Yeah. Snape led a sad life. If you mm, think about agreed. it, like all the stuff that is done to him. and Because we just watched the sixth movie. I, I don't know. There's a lot of back things behind mm. the scene that you don't mm-hmm. see about him. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't really take the time to think about it, it's mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. And, and that I'm, shapes who he is. I'm really ready to like, whenever you guys are ready, I'm really ready to dive into his character and yeah. and do a Felix file on that. Digging. Yeah. Uh, we need to have somebody on who really likes him. Matt Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's we- just a troll about it. <laughs> oh! I'm calling you out. I love you, Matt. We are smuggles. Anyway, <laughs> where am I at in this doc? And so Dumbledore is searching Harry with his twinkling light blue <laughs> eyes. 
And Harry felt as if he was being x-rayed. And I said, this will not be the first time you're going to be x-rayed by this man. You mean the last time? Last time. <laughs> or I said might first. Not have been the first. I said first. We knew what you meant. I'm pregnant, and I don't have a working brain. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Sarah will say, my brain is not working correctly Mm-mm. lately. <laughs> and Snape and Filch are both really angry because Harry apparently got away with something in their eyes, which... He didn't. He literally did nothing this time. Harry Potter is not always innocent, friends, but he is innocent in this case. And we find out that Mrs. Norris will be able to be healed by the use of mandrakes. So I was thinking, when I was reading this chapter and they were talking about, um, he's like, well, she was able to, Dumbledore's like, she was able to procure mandrakes for the second years. So does that mean every year they don't have mandrakes? I would assume that they're pretty rare. Well, I was thinking, so that, does that mean, like, every second year, like, they don't necessarily have the same curriculum? They might I have to study the theory. Yeah. It just depends on what yeah. they have. And then maybe, that's, maybe it'll I switch like between that. theory and practice yeah. from year to year or based on, like, what what's available. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a really or, cool like, at least, Or at least, that's like, cool. same level of like difficulty. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hers is better. Difficult. Like, like, like second <laughs> year, you're not going to be like dealing with a tentacular plant, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or a devil's snare. It was just that thought. Nope, that's your like, first year. That's hmm, right. <laughs> well, it shouldn't be anybody's year. Sheesh. Um, <laughs> that's cool, Sarah. I like that thought. Well done, Ravenclaw. Well done. And so Dumbledore goes on to say, "Innocent until proven guilty, Severus," and he says it firmly. And I wonder if this is a little nod to his past. To Probably. S- to Snape's past. Because Dumbledore knows everything mm-hmm. about that whole Maybe he needed to remind him, like, hey. He's not James. Innocent until proven guilty. I think Snape needs that reminder. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Every I once in a while. Blame him, though. No, but he needs the reminder of, hey, Harry... Is, does not equate to James. What's, what's this thing like? Don't fault the kid yeah, for like, well, or don't do whatever to the kid for the father's sins or something like that. There's a I saying. know what you're saying, but I can't remember exactly yeah. how it's said. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then Lockhart, <laughs> he offers to make this potion, and I wrote <laughs> Nabra. <laughs> <laughs> Snape was like so mad. He so, was no. so mad. He was like, "I'm the potions master at this school." Like I can imagine him like movie. Walking into the first classroom, him whipping his little cape around. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I am the potions master. <laughs> I wish you could see her, guys. I just lost the hair out of my head. <laughs> I love how it says, like, there was an awkward pause as well in the mm. book. Like, you could just feel the tension. I was like, Ugh, no. It's going to be uh, Snape doing it. Yeah. I was going to try and look it up real quick, but it's, yeah, it's too far. Anyways, and that's where my piece ends. It does. Yeah. What happens next? The next color is green. <laughs> For Christmas. Um, so Harry then asks the others if he should have told them about the voices that he heard. Mm-hmm. And Ron, not Hermione, <laughs> says without hesitation, hearing voices no one else can hear isn't a good sign, even in the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. Um. I wonder in what other situations in the wizarding world that would occur. Well, like, if you're just crazy. Well, no, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know that, but, like... Um, 
I don't know. It just like it's an well, odd phrase. Well, okay. Well, spoiler alert. Let's think about possession. Right. Mm. Okay, that's true. Let's talk about that guy in which movie is it? This is the second movie when Harry stumbles in the nocturnal alley and he's just like against? Oh no, no, no! It's like in the later movies. He's just like against the wall, like whispering to himself. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And not, it freaks yeah, me out every time. Are there other like so? He's a parcel tongue. He can speak to snakes. But yeah, are there like other languages <gasps> or something? And what would they be called? Things to think about for our lightning bolt round. Oh jeez. Hmm. No, we are so not there yet. <laughs> so just gave me a look. <laughs> well, now we have like a task. <laughs> yeah, for real. So then, um, you know, as we saw before. Filch brings up the quick spell letter. Mm. So then that gets Harry uh, interested in the topic again. Like, he hasn't talked about it to Ron and Hermione Which yet. was kind. He probably mm-hmm. forgot about it. No, he didn't. He may have. He, I don't he know. He did forget about it. But then Harry... <laughs> so Harry decides to ask Ron about it, and then that's when we learn what a squib is. Because Ron says... Doesn't Ron say, like, oh, he must be a squib? Um, I believe his exact words are, shut up the squibs! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What on earth's a squib, said Harry. To his surprise, Ron stifled a snigger. Well, it's not funny, really, but as it's filch, he said, (laughs) a squib is someone who was born into a wizarding family but hasn't got any magic powers. Kind of the opposite of muggle-born wizards, but squibs are quite unusual. If filch is trying to learn magic from a quick spell course, I reckon he must be a squib. It would explain a lot, like why he hates students so much. Ron gave a satisfied smile. He's bitter. For sure. Ron, first of all, you being mean. (gasps) Well, think about being a squib. We read all about squibs. That is a hard life. Oh, yeah. That does not give... No, it doesn't, but but that is a hard Listen to this, though. If we're going to rag on Snape so much for not letting his past affect who he is now, the same goes for Filch. I agree. His background and his past do not make it okay for him to be bitter towards the students like he is. No excuses. And really, he put himself in the situation. Like, he could probably leave. He doesn't have to work at, correct. at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. I saw those. I thought you might appreciate it. I did. Okay. I haven't. I just haven't commented. Okay, well, I'm just saying. But I agree. I think that, like, he, he could leave Hogwarts and work somewhere else. He doesn't have to be... I you think know. he's trying to get as close as the wizard to the wizarding world as possible. I understand. No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you might not want to be so mean to people. Well, but it's true about anybody. Like, don't be mean. You catch more flies with sugar than vinegar or honey than vinegar. It's true. <laughs> I know. I just like the way you said that. With my stutter. Yeah. So, I mean, it says on Pottermore about squibs that they usually will just lead you know, muggle lifestyles. Yeah. So, you know, like Sarah said, he, he put himself in this situation to feel better. It's his fault, really. I, I mean... I'd live in the wizarding world and feel better, just so I could <laughs> live in the wizarding world. This is I true, would, but would, at the <laughs> same time, can you imagine, like... No, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah, it would be terrible. Yeah. Um, they are also it'd known be like, to be sent to muggle schools. It'd be like mm. Petunia, but almost worse. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ooh, because, like, you your parents I mean? have it. Yeah, like, and your whole family your, has magic. Your siblings. Have it. <laughs> <laughs> they have the magic. <laughs> you got the magic. Um, do the magic. Do the magic. I also like 
how it says on Pottermore that like others, other squibs <laughs> like to live as allies to wizard kind, like mm-hmm. Mrs. Fig. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you she like doesn't Fig? know magic, but, <laughs> but she's able to help the wizarding world in a way that maybe a wizard couldn't. Well, and you could also think about. I mean, they could. (laughs) She listen. Mr. Tibbles did great things. How many wizards would want to like give up their life in the wizarding world to go and live in a Muggle village to watch this kid? Well, you also have to think of like we don't know his whole. (laughs) It's weird. <laughs> Here's my thing. You don't. We don't Spy know on this child. Well, that's we what don't she know does. Hilda's backstory, so we don't know like what kind of a how he grew up and right. And I'm sure and, you it was know, pleasant. Thinking of like she might have had like a great family that truly loved her, yeah. and supported her, and did all of those things. Where he might have had a family that didn't like that he was a squib and he was totally like, like the gaunts. Correct, and like thinking. um you know, that if he doesn't have good self-esteem and he already hates himself and he hates himself more because he's not like the rest of his family. Yeah. Again, not justifying his bitterness. Yes, Tiffany. Okay. <laughs> here's a thought. She was like doing a dance to get like noticed. It looked like a sprinkler. It was. I'm speculating here. What if, since we don't know Filch's backstory, what if his family was all involved in the inner workings of Hogwarts? And, and that's he why he's up there. there. And he knows no other life, and that's all he has to Maybe. Go on. <gasps> that's a good point. Speculation. Yeah. Just saying. I don't Speculation. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Squibs also come back around to this theme of prejudice in the books. Mm. They, they face the same prejudice that Muggleborns do. Um, squib is known as a slur. We see this whenever it's used against Merope or no. Merope. There it is. Gaunt. What do you call them that's not a slur? I was just thinking the same okay. thing. We non-magic folk? Not, yeah, but non-magic I don't know. Magic folk? <laughs> Fake How muggle? about a human? <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. It's all about their people. But maybe, maybe they don't have another name for them because yeah. they don't like to talk about them. And they are unusual, as they say in the book. I think right. that's sad. I agree. Okay. Um, we also know that Ariana mm. Dumbledore was falsely rumored to be a squib. We know now she was not, and she was, in fact... In obscurus. Do we know that for a fact, or we're just saying because she liked like the tweet 98%. that liked the tweet that liked the tweet? Mm, yeah. I'm going to say rumor. it's canon. But. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Rowling specifically said it's canon. No, but she, she liked the tweet. She did. <laughs> My dear. <just> she. <laughs> That was grandma saying, no, you're a liar. She said it without saying the words. Yeah, but like, I need to hear her say the words. I we, need to hear the I, words. I will place a bet and guarantee it. Easy. We will know as a fa- for a fact Ariana's an Obscurus. By the time Fantastic Beasts is over. I, yes. I would agree that we will know either way. I'm just saying. No, we will know that she is <laughs> by the end of Fantastic Beasts. Do you think we're going to see it? Yeah, I, I think we will. So. All I'm saying is that they we don't know They played it up 100%. too much. That's all I'm saying. Is. We know 99%. I would I agree with that. <laughs> there we go. Just for people that don't know the whole backstory. We were 99% falsely rumored that she's a squib. Not an obscurus, but oh. she's an obscurus. But like are we going to see? I think we I think will. We have well, to. here's the thing. Are I you, think we're that gonna, we're we're going to have to we're going to get a flashback cuz that's the only way that's No, happening. because I think that it it's happened during the battle. Yeah. During Ariana? 
Yeah. yeah. No. Friday. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. It happened during the. It happened in Goddard's Hollow. Yeah, during. He went, no, he went. No, what? No. Yes. Huh? Yep. Explain more. It happens during. It the happens duel. during Dumbledore and Grindelwald's duel. She gets that wasn't so upset. the final duel. That was when Grindelwald left and went and went into dark crap. I don't think okay. so. I am right. Don't, don't say that word, Tiffany. Crap. Ooh, it's getting heated up. No. In here. Does do we have an Ariana that's death in, date? That's insane. I'm, I'm looking on Potter Pottermore right now. It was when they were still kids. It was when they, he was still living. No, with he was older. Dumbledore was older. This is what it says. The brutal attack... Died at age 14. So this is what it says on Pottermore. Because at the age... um, When my sister was six years old, she was attacked, set upon by three muggle boys. Um, They'd seen her doing magic, spying through the black garden... Back garden hedge. She was a kid. She couldn't control it. No witch or wizard can at that age. What they saw scared them, I expect. They forced their way through the hedge, and then when she couldn't show them the trick, they got a bit carried away and try, um, trying to stop the little freak doing it. That's from um, an excerpt from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and this is the brutal attack on young Ariana left her scarred and damaged, mentally unstable, and afraid to perform magic. Her powers turned inwards, in quotations, which was extremely dangerous. So that's basically saying, yeah, she is an obscure. So that... Mm-hmm. That's it, because she had magic. Um, I think... I'm just saying... I'm wrong. On what? On when she died. But that is a great point. That's, like, exact... Yeah, I mean, that's an obscurus right there. No, it says that she died in 1899. Oh, so we won't see it. It might be a flashback. We might see a flashback. And it says, Aberforth described... I apologize, Tiffany. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know my Deathly Hallows, you guys, is my favorite. I know, I know, I know. Okay. So it says, Aberforth described her as mostly sweet and scared and harmless, but when she was upset or angry, magic would explode out of her and she would become strange and dangerous. Yes. It says, the ripple effect of poor Ariana's attack spread through the, every corner of the family. Her father, Percival Dumbledore, went after the Muggle Boys and was sent to Azkaban for assaulting them. And then it says he was afraid that Ariana, that the ministry knew that Ariana had been sent mad by what had happened and she would spend the rest of her life in St. Mungo's Hospital for Magic Maladies and Injuries. So interesting. Ariana's an interesting character. Yeah. We'll get to her. I'm sure. I just um, keep reading this, but let's go on. A squib spotlight is, does anybody recognize this name? Angus Buchanan. Yeah. I believe that we talked about him in a Felix Felix Files Mm -hmm. about Quidditch through the ages. But um, Angus Buchanan didn't let being a squib get the better of him. He wrote an inspirational book in 1900 called My Life as a Squib that helped break the taboos of squib culture in wizarding society. Uh, I find it interesting that he used the slur, quote unquote, in the title of his book. You know what? Also, kind of weird. I heard he ends his book asking or saying, "Shout out to Squib." So, you know what? It's a famous line. Shout out to Squib. Coined by Angus himself. <laughs> he Angus. ended up he ended up becoming a star rugby player, and Wizard mm-hmm. Kind fell in love with his inspirational story. Not to mention, he developed. No, in, no, the Wizard World developed. The Wizard World developed a love for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, no, a love uh, for rugby because of him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. 
this is the same guy that Tiffany talked about a long time ago, and the one who tried to be sorted at Hogwarts. But sadly, Squibs cannot be sorted. You guys, he flew to Hogwarts on, on a, a broom. Yeah, with someone, right? So cool. <laughs> Got in the hall, and I sat think down. Do you think the only reason why he was able to actually get into Hogwarts was because he knew about it? Because he's a, I mean, he's... Mm. Non magic, right? Yeah, but he's well. But he comes from a magical family. That's what I'm saying. Like, as a, oh, okay. squibs can immerse themselves in magic. That's why they're different from muggles. So you can still like interact with ghosts. Like, so like Filch seen, can interact with mm-hmm. Peeves and the right. ghosts. And oh stuff. yeah. So he wouldn't yeah. have seen that. Like he wouldn't the be turned barrier, away. Yeah. Barrier yeah. thing. Like yeah. oh, a shabby castle or but oh, I remember. I gotta go do something. Even, right, right. Even if he could, he's flying on a broom so fast. He just thinks it's a little sign and goes whoosh. <laughs> So, some more fun facts about squibs. A twin can be a squib, Mm -hmm. which proves that being born magical is very much a lottery. Just thinking being the squib twin. I know. Wolf. Yeah. The twin. Was your girlfriend (laughs) wolf? Squib. Oh my God, is that where that comes from? What? Saying wolf? Is that, like, from Home Alone? Like, that's why people say it? Oh, that's why I say it. <laughs> I don't know. I say it because other people say it, but I don't like Home Alone. Every Sorry. time my front, my camera flips to the front by accident on my phone <laughs> and you see, like, that double chin nastiness, I'm like, buzz your girlfriend. <laughs> Did you know that they used a boy for that picture because they felt it's bad? A boy? Yeah. They felt, they didn't want to use a girl because they, they, felt they felt, like, bad about it so they made a boy dress up as a girl for that picture <laughs> I need to watch the movie hashtag I love Chris Columbus Buzz his girlfriend um, so there was a squib in Umbridge's family her brother was a squib and we mm-hmm. I, I think we may have brought this up before mm-hmm. but um, Umbridge and her father chastised her mother and brother and the family split in half oh, that poor boy. it's so sad she never well, talked to her non magical family. Well, she's pretty evil. Mm. Yeah. You know what that kind of makes me think about in real time life is like. I love when you say real time <laughs> instead of like real life. Like but real like time. thinking of like a family, because I'm sure this has happened where maybe there's two kids and one of them comes out as, as gay or whatever. Yeah. And one parent is okay with it and the other's not. And then yeah. they split. <gasps> like how mm-hmm. sad. Because it's just, I think that's yeah. just as sad. That is, that is, yeah. So like Ugh. thinking of like. That is, if you think that about is, well, the, and she was a half blood, so yeah. like her mother and brother were both non magic, right? Yeah, her mom uh, was a okay. muggle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. PSA, love what you got. Mm-hmm. Just be nice to people. Nice to God. Hold your loved ones close, whether they squibs. Don't judge twibs, people for the way that they're born. Mm-hmm. Muggle born, yeah. pure blood, as um, Lady Gaga would say. I'm born this way. I was gonna. What, what did Lin Manuel Miranda say? Love is love is love is love. Oh, is I love, love. him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is kind of cool about squibs is that they can still immerse themselves in the magical world. Like they can interact with ghosts, mm-hmm. different magical beings like Peeves. They still are able to get into Hogwarts, as we saw with Angus and Arabella Fig. Claims she could have seen. She saw she the Dementors. Saw the Dementors. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. There, Biggie. Um, Pottermore quote love this and this might be our new tagline for squibs what whatever squibs can or can't do or see and can't see they have more than proved their worth in the wizarding world power to the squibs I did not sign up for that (laughs) shout out to squibs I like power to the squibs I like both we can have both Sarah 
I want like a a logo of like Phil with his fist in the air, like power to the squibs. <laughs> oh my Graphic God. designer, do it, Katie. <laughs> okay. Can I wear that everywhere? <laughs> and if, on the back, it'll be like, oh, we are in trouble. If yeah, I don't get a shirt that says "Shout out to Squibs," I'm definitely quitting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll make you one, guys. I need Megan's a- like, please do it so she can. <laughs> <laughs> no, Get her I need like more time than life has to give me to do all the stuff that I want to do for this podcast. Honest to God. So please go to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, you guys, we're just trying to podcast like, you know time. <laughs> like today. So today the weather was like really bad up in Ohio and I was just like praying to God I would not be able to drive to work so that mm-hmm. I could catch up on podcasting stuff. I, I got your, your prayer was answered. I know. <laughs> I, I know. That. I was so jealous. I'm like, I pulled out of the driveway and I'm like, oh, the roads are clean. This is terrible. Let's just pray that I marry a very rich man. Yes, who <laughs> for us. Yep, all to be off every day yes. and podcast yes. full time. Sir, so get on you have a rich single male friend of the podcast who enjoys Harry Potter. We are taking applications. <laughs> boyfriend? I don't like boyfriend. Husband, married, money. What do you comes say when you us. like court someone? They're courting. Oh, there's Go not like court. a name. Courtship. Court I will say, yeah. I do want children in my life. So just a spoiler, if you don't want any, don't talk to me. That's don't <laughs> don't send your resume if you don't want kids. And you got to be family with me. So. <laughs> yeah, you might not want to be family with her. So Ooh. think about your decisions. <laughs> so. Back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the next few days, literally nobody could talk about anything else except Mrs. Norris's attack. Um, and Filch just like stalked out that mm. spot, trying to like I don't know figure out who did it. Yeah, yeah. Tried to scrub the wall with Mrs. Scour's all-purpose magical mess remover. I think that's funny. Is that something that the Potter family developed? Oh, that doesn't sound familiar. I do but I was know. just thinking like no, scouring, like Mrs. A, scouring a pan. Yeah. Mrs. Scours developed it. No, I know, but like, you know, the um, Mrs. Sleek, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. Sleek, 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 hair yeah. motion or whatever. I don't know. I, I, um, I just thought of scour, like, but it wasn't like, working. Yeah. Cleaning. yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrubbing really, like, scourgeify. Yeah. He also would skulk red eyed through the corridors and lunge at unsuspecting students and try to put them in detention for breathing <laughs> loudly and looking happy. I also put <laughs> students in detention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ginny also seemed off. Huh. Why? Why, Sarah? <laughs> Who's to say? Oh, oh Sarah. <laughs> she ill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she be ill. Ooh, she be ill. <laughs> <laughs> Something ain't right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Butts came, but came to Boom. me. <laughs> Ron claims that it's because she is a cat lover and that she must have been very sad about seeing Mrs. Norris. But is she a cat lover? Is he just like, well, being, I don't know. She's she, really sad about that they cat. Know, they have like, a cat. They do because remember her jumpers on the cat. Is that a movieism though? Maybe, but would a jumper be on a cat? Why not? I don't know. Ask Mrs. Weasley. That's what she said. Because it's adorable. I think it's on the cat, dear. Long pause. I, I don't know. And we're back that's, on the topic that's of what cats. The cat's name is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Jenny feels better by saying that Mrs. Norris was awful. Oh, no, no, no. Ron tries to make Jenny feel better by saying Mrs. Norris was awful anyway. Um, they'll catch the maniac who did it and have him out of here in no time. I just hope he's got time to petrify Filch before he's expelled and then says, I'm only joking. We all know what's really up, Jenny. That's not what I, that's not what isn't written in the deck. Yeah, it is. It says Jin Jin. Oh. (laughs) Jin Jin. Uh, Yeah, well, we all know what's up, but do you guys know what's up yet? um, I'm clueless. I know what's up. Per usual. (laughs) Even more as per usual, Hermione has been spending all her time reading. It's my girl. Surprise, surprise. It's the Ravenclaw on her. (laughs) And Ron is like, I think she's trying to read the whole library before Christmas. Mm. I feel as if at this point, Hermione probably has read the whole library already. Oh, gosh. Honest to God. How many books do you think is in there? A lot. I don't think that was proper English. I just said Also, (laughs) Madame Pince would be like so protective of those books. Mm. Yeah, this is true. She's not nice about literature. She's, I don't like her. You would think that she'd love Hermione. Yeah. She hates everybody. I know. She Play makes me think, pass. Madame Pence makes me think of the librarian monster in Monsters University. <gasps> who has to, like, they have to be super quiet to, like, walk around like, or she'll, like, come a beautiful attack. analogy. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was like the lady. Always bring it around town to Ross. Disney. Lowski, you didn't file your paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Roz is like an extreme Florence. <laughs> she is. She's like her sister. Oh my god. That's very, great. Very strong voice. <laughs> we have a suspicious suspicious. And that's podcasting, folks. <laughs> we have a suspicious mention of Justin Finch Fletchley. Fletchley, Fletchley, Fletchley. Fletchley. Yeah, say that ten times fast. Fletchley, 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 Fletchley. Fletchley. I can't do Finch Fletchley. Finch Fletchley, Fletchley. Try it, it's hard. Finch Fletchley, Finch Fletchley, Finch Fletchley. Oh, you guys are better than me. No, I was starting to mess it up. Katie was covering it up for me. It's because he's a Hufflepuff and I'm a Hufflepuff. Um... And then finally we find out what Hermione's been up to. She's been trying to look up information on the chamber all on her own. Hmm. Um, and apparently all of the copies of Hogwarts of History have been taken out of the library <gasps> because she is not the only one. What? Yeah. Mm. Um, also, this is kind of like very uncharacteristic of Hermione, but she can't remember and she thinks she left her copy at home. No, she doesn't think she knows she left her copy at home because no, she, she can't remember the mention of the Chamber oh, of Secrets, yes. which is weird. Like, oh, yeah, she remembers everything, yeah. word for word, textbook. She doesn't remember about Nicholas Flamel. She just this remembers she true. Name at one point. This oh. is a common flaw in Hermione. Mm. Maybe that's so, why she's a Gryffindor. Don't look at me that way. <laughs> I'm joking. Ooh. Finch Fletchley. Finch Fletchley. Finch Fletchley. <laughs> 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 but she left her book at home because she had too many um, of um, Black Hawks Yeah, books. his, his oh, book. God. Another flaw of hers. Yeah. <laughs> A major flaw. Uh, but I love her. But I love her. So then we move on to We move on to the magic. yellow text. Yeah. The best. The text. Huffley Puff. Huffley What'd Puff. <laughs> So I wanted to read the little description of History of Magic. 
So history of magic was the dullest subject on their schedule. Professor Binns, who taught it, was their only ghost teacher, and the most exciting thing that ever happened in his class was entering the broom through the blackboard. Ancient and shriveled, many people <laughs> said he hadn't noticed he was dead. He had simply got up to teach one day and left his body behind him in an armchair in front of the staff from fire. His routine had not varied in the slightest. Hold on. That doesn't make sense, because he would have known he would have died because he would have had to have chosen to be a ghost. Too sad that they had to choose. Where is that written? It's in five, isn't it? Yeah, you have to choose. Maybe but maybe he, it had already been in his mind that he always wanted to be a ghost, so it just kind of happened. Maybe like, he maybe wanted he to did be a teacher decide. so much that yeah. he was like, not so much, maybe he just wanted to talk about the history of magic so much <laughs> that he's like, I want to teach it for the rest of my natural born ghost. I don't maybe know. people just like decide that in their minds. And like, and like you don't consciously. Yeah. At least I'm safe inside, inside my, my mind. mind. <laughs> What's that from? Sponge Get out of here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you should leave. There's the door. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> One eternity later. <laughs> 20 minutes oh, later. Oh, Am I allowed to speak now? One day later. <laughs> or forever hold your peace. Anyway, so I really like how Joe describes Professor Binns. She, mm. she says, like, he reads in a flat drone like an old vacuum cleaner. Uh, he clears his throat, and it sounds like a, the noise of chalk snapping in half, which, like, you can, like, hear how old and, like, dry yeah. his yeah. voice has to be to listen to. And then he purses his lips and looks like an old wrinkled tortoise. When I was reading this, <laughs> which today, I can picture, I know, right? Oh, yeah, sure. I literally was like, "That's a great line." I'm like, "Tiffany, I read it out louder." She's like, "Yeah, I know, Sarah. I read it already." Wait, I kind of picture that tortoise? turtle mm-hmm. from that Tootsie Pop commercial. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's find out. A one, a, a two, two, a three, three. So something happened that had never happened before in history of magic. Hermione put up her hand. So she's just as bored as everybody else. <laughs> Which is pretty bad. Right. Hermione's <laughs> bored in class. And Ben seems completely thrown and amazed that anybody has interrupted him because it's never happened before. Do you think he's annoyed? I think he's he, shocked. He gets annoyed. He, yeah, he gets annoyed. I mean, I know he gets annoyed, but like, I wonder if he's like, let me wheeze on. No, I, yeah. I think he's just like, what? A hand? <laughs> Your face what is that? What? <laughs> So Hermione asks if he can tell them anything about the Chamber of Secrets. And I like the reaction we get from the class. Dean Thomas, who had been sitting with his mouth hanging open, (laughs) gazing out of the window, jerked out of his trance. Lavender Brown's head came up off her arms and Neville Longbottom's elbow slipped off his desk. But does she die later? I don't know. Just to say. Dear Joe. So he kind of tries to like brush it off. Like I talk about history. I don't talk about myths and legends. But Hermione eventually. Uh, con- that is history. <laughs> but Hermione eventually, eventually convinces him to to tell them about it. Um, and he's completely thrown by the fact that the entire class is actually paying attention to him for once. Mm. So here's where we, get, where we get a little bit of backstory on Hogwarts, which I don't think we have before. Yes, Tiffany. <laughs> As an educator. It is a miracle that everyone's listening <laughs> to you at once. <laughs> I just thought I'd say. At least you don't sound Does like that an old ever vacuum. Just like get you so annoyed whenever you see like that one kid yeah. just doing his Do own you, thing. Are you Always that teacher that calls kid. on them? Oh, all the time. Oh, oh. Tiffany, you were my worst nightmare. <laughs> Oh my God! But like child. honestly, like no, yeah, that honestly, annoyed me. But as, if I was right, a teacher, yeah, yeah. I would do the same. I thing. totally you know agree. What I do? You know what I do? 
They know what's up because I have popsicle sticks with their name, so it's a rando. Ooh. So you better be paying attention because your name might get called. I like that. But if I see that someone's spaced out, I'll be like, "Yo, what I say?" And they'll be like, uh. "And I'll be like, yeah, listen." And then I'll repeat <laughs> myself. <laughs> Tiffany land on the law. Just saying. So we learn about the founders of Hogwarts. So we all know, but in case anyone's listening and has no idea. And by now, we apologize for ruining everything for you. Pretty much. Godric Gryffindor, Helga Hufflepuff, the best one. Rowena Ravenclaw, and Salazar Slytherin. The real best one. Okay, come on. Well, I, I am know actually... You're coming around killing children. It's I'm not gonna, my business. Ooh. Um, Merlin is a Slytherin, okay? Ooh. It doesn't redeem everyone. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Immediate the redemption. The mm, <laughs> doesn't about, mean like, oh, Peter Pettigrew's a Gryffindor. They all yeah, suck. Yeah, so Slytherin, you know, he tried to kill some kids, but Merlin, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Merlin. Did Salazar Slytherin try to kill them or did he just try to he just put a monster them? in the castle this is, did the cat tie her tail <laughs> no this is like a loophole well he didn't really try to kill them he just put a beast and the beast was doing his own thing exactly right. and I mean if a good Slytherin came around who spoke parcel tongue they could tell the basilisk hey dude chillax don't be killing people hide in your chamber <laughs> Is there, it is there just like that? What's if the parcel tongue word the for Yo, bro. It, yeah, yo, wait, bro. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna have a conversation. <laughs> Y'all doing too much. Don't be killing people no more. Just stay in your little hidey hole. Okay? If I was the Chamber heir of Slytherin, I would tell the beast to go lose it. Lose it? No. Nope. Go beat nope. it. There Beat it. it. Now, Lose it. Katie had an important question. Yeah, what's the parcel tongue translation word for chillax? Chillax. Chillax. That. Chillax. I can tell you, it gets real sensual with the mic down there. <laughs> I cannot. Oh, God. Okay. And it only works if your eyes are closed, like mine were. Yeah, every saying. time Meg does parcel tongue, her eyes are closed, which is good because if you're speaking to a basilisk, you need your eyes closed. That's well, true. she's picturing the basilisk, so it feels more real for her. Right. Exactly. You know what? It's real for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always real for us. <sighs> okay, so anyway, these four cool people. <laughs> They built this castle together and kept it away from the prying muggle eyes because that was the age that magic was super feared by the common people and witches and wizards suffered persecution. At one point in time, the four of them worked in harmony until Slytherin, of course, wished to be more selective about which students could attend. So he didn't want... No, wait. I'm actually going to be in a little bit of defense. I'm not going to... Oh, okay. I was going to say I'm not going to defend that. Because I've never thought of this before, (laughs) and I'm just going to bring it up. So he didn't want any... No muggle parentage, Mm -hmm. nothing like that. He believed them to be untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. Now, that Mm -hmm. sounds crappy, mm -hmm. but in that time, what Mm -hmm. if he was like, look, there's these kids, like, we need to protect our magic kids. We are our own... I don't, this sounds bad, but we are a race. We have to protect ourselves because all these other common people and it's not are like trying he to was persecute saying, us. Like, I mean, okay, yeah, he hides this like basilisk in there that's meant to like. Yeah, gonna, that's like, the bad side of it. That's the bad part of it. <laughs> but had he not done that, the whole idea of keeping them safe, 
like I, I can, can kind actually of jump see on board with where but, he's coming from for that time period. But then he ruins that right exactly by putting a basilisk in there to kill them, yeah. which oh, is but, like persecution. But I have I thought he's no better than Prose- he, no persecution. I think it's persecution. persecution. But then, I, yeah, by doing that, he's no better than the but common then people he turns he fears. into Hitler, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> and it's bad. Well, here's my thing. <laughs> well, he does. I thought that you were going to stop the basilisk and have like I a would. chill out conversation. And I like, would. Don't be killing nobody. Close your little people. I can only <laughs> speak for myself. Jeepers, creepers, I keep the peepers close no, from the basilisk. I do you agree with Katie. Like, dead. if you think about it, if you think about it in that time. I can see his frame. I can see his. his, I don't agree with it. I agree with you. Yeah, but I I just never thought of that before until I read like oh like oh because they were literally process. I mean like muggles were they were killing they were killing witches and wizards. So like yeah, you're gonna be protective because they're killing you. And this is the thing. Like this is how the answer is not to kill the uh, kill them though. (laughs) No. So you can you can almost see it like in history. In real time, being, no, like they're using. So he could use, like, is using the fear of, like, you see what's going on in the Muggle world, where right. they're hunting witches and wizards and people that might or may may not have magic, and so they're, he's using the fear of you yourself. Like they're gonna come and get you because they see you're doing all this magic mm-hmm. in real life. Who else and does that? I, I'm exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, who else has used real world? Who else has used fear right. to get their own you agenda? Could, you could look at to the like people. You called him Hitler. Hitler did well, the yeah. same thing. Like, oh, the Jews are going to do this. The Jews are going to do yep. this. And that's what people Amongst like. Many they, he was elected. Right. Like, he didn't just come into power. He was elected because he chose to prey on everyone's fear and say, like, oh, this is what's going to happen. We're yep. going to do this. And that's kind of what Salazar was doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and Joe, Joe loves to do that. Like that is a very clear correlation between real history and her writing right here. Mm -hmm. Salazar is clearly meant to be and mimic Hitler in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, later on, Voldemort does the same thing. He also mimics Hitler. Yep. So. So, yeah, Gryffindor and Slytherin get in this argument and Slytherin decided to leave the school. And it was believed that he built a hidden chamber in the castle, sealed it, and only the true heir would be able to unseal it and unleash the horror within, which we find out when when I think Seamus or someone asks the question, it's just some sort of monster. Do not call me that, okay? What did I call you? The horror within. (laughs) Do you think that that this was a spite move? Because they all disagreed with him, these so are, he got angry. These and are he the was, lightning bolt questions. This is because I have a really good one, but I'm waiting. <laughs> write it down. I don't need to write it down, I'm Mom. Talking to Megan. I don't need to write it down, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> you children are driving me crazy. <laughs> so this monster was meant when it would come out to purge the school of all who were unworthy to study magic. Yes, but wouldn't it? Oh, guess. Well, that's a Felix. I mean. Well, the Felix Felix do you mean like why would it just target specific people? Yeah, when you think you see it, you die. Because I think that that's why he said only the true heir would be able to open it and control it. So, like, what if he's just roaming free? Well, then, yeah, it would probably kill anybody. But I'm assuming that Salazar always thinks that it would be controlled mm-hmm. by somebody and they would mm-hmm. specify who to attack. Mm-hmm. 
which is rude. So everyone starts asking, (laughs) asking all these questions about the chamber. That was really funny. And I think it's funny that Ben's literally doesn't know anybody's name. Like Hermione is Grant, Seamus is O'Flaherty, and Pavardi is Pennyfeather. Should have been O'Malley. Hermione is Grant. Yeah, Miss Grant. Oh, Miss Grant. Immediately, I thought that you met her first name, and I'm like, what? Immediately after she says Granger, he's like, yes, Miss Grant. Um, so Ben's insists there's no chamber, there's no monster, there isn't so much as a secret broom cupboard in the castle. Oh, well, that's a lie. Uh, so How about know. the room of requirement? Yeah. yeah, clearly he does not know his What history, history does he know? I don't know. Boring history. <laughs> so afterwards, Ron and Hermione, <laughs> Ron and Hermione are talking about how terrible uh, Salazar Slytherin is, and Ron says if Sorting had tried to put him in Slytherin, he would have taken the train straight home. And yeah. poor Harry doesn't say a word because clearly the Hat wanted to put him in Slytherin. Flashback. What? I'm just saying oh, there is a lot of hatred. I agree towards Slytherin. Hey, and like, hold on, there's a lot of. Mm. Bad things against Hufflepuff. Too. I know we're a yeah. bunch of dunders or whatever they call. <laughs> we don't duffers. even get mentioned. So yeah, Ravenclaw, right? I'm the one sitting in the corner all by myself because nobody mentions us. Everybody likes. I me. just think that. <laughs> I think that in this instance, though, Ron, um, he's. That's like a family. He's an enabler with this whole like hatred thing. You know, that's been passed down though. Correct. I know that doesn't mean it's right. No. no. Well, we could go round and round about this. It's all about how you're raised, right? We could have a whole yeah. Felix Files just on this stuff. Let's talk I about know. child development, y'all. <laughs> well, it all starts. <laughs> it all starts with a mommy and a daddy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, after that, uh, this is the first mention we get of Harry possibly being Slytherin's heir. He didn't. Colin kind of tries to tell him, but he gets like whisked away by the crowd. But then Harry kind of makes a connection. Oh, Justin ran away from me before. He's a muggle-born. Mm-hmm. People probably think I'm the heir of Slytherin. See, he ain't dumb. Mm-hmm. Eh, couldn't catch a letter. <laughs> That's dexterity, <laughs> ma'am. That's gross motor skills. Well, he didn't skills. pick one off the floor, I think, is what she specifically means. Gross motor skills. <laughs> So they find themselves in the corridor where Mrs. Norris was attacked, of course, because these guys can't stay out of trouble, and they decide to do detective work. They notice about, wait for it, wait for it, 20 spiders. (laughs) (laughs) They were, like, hovering over the bell, waiting, um, scuttling on the window. I got to it first. And they think it's really weird that spiders are acting like that, and Ron doesn't want to look at the spiders at all, because Fred turned his teddy bear into a giant spider. Dude, honestly, though, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. I I would freak. I would never look at a teddy bear. Okay, like, literally, this book is my nightmare. Hundreds of spiders everywhere in a big, massive freaking snake roaming around the school. Meg. No, Life is I'm out. I'm out. Meg, I'm out. I can see the anxiety I'm out. rolling off of you right now. <laughs> it's bad. I would not survive Hogwarts this year. I would be like, peace. She would be Hogwarts Express Kevin or Hermione or whomever getting petrified, <laughs> so she could just lay in a bed till yes. it's all over. <laughs> Not get killed by the basilisk, just petrified, so I don't have to remember it. Perch up on that torch bracket and see what happens. <laughs> I'll turn myself up there. I have opposable thumbs. <laughs> What's worse, a black mamba or a black oh, basilisk? Oh, oh. <laughs> A black mamba is my worst nightmare. Oh, 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 black mamba. 
Is that Literally my worst nightmare. This what? okay, we were talking about Black Mambas in the live stream, like when we when Katie and I were watching the movie. Um, I, I don't know it. how it came up, but who knows with us? Yeah, I have no idea. But I was talking about it, and one of our listeners was like, I was in Africa. She's like a nurse and she went to Africa like to do nurse work and stuff like that. <laughs> nursing work. Whatever. She Um, did the nursing. She did the nursing in Africa, which is amazing. Shout out to her. I cannot remember your name, and I'm so sorry. Um, But she was like, oh, yeah, we were in Africa, and there was a black mamba. I've never ran faster in my entire life. And I would be like, I wouldn't have even gone there in the first place. I would have been like, oh, where are we going? Google the city. Black mambas live here. Peace. I'm out. Not going. So are they just, like, poisoned? Literally, all that has to happen is, like... Their fang could just like graze you, dead. You're dead, dead, dead. I'm dead. literally picturing That's Meg like in Google. Yes, like, it's true. There's a story about a guy. Okay, so like this one professor had a black mamba <laughs> in his classroom. I don't know why the heck anybody would have a black mamba in their classroom, but he did. He he got it out of the cage because he's like a snake handler or whatever. And then one of the students, one of the students, um put it away because he was like learning from this guy didn't tell anybody that like the snake did kind of like go at him but like he didn't get bit so he didn't think anything of it the fang literally grazed his skin he died how late in he died like in hours i'm no joke terrifying i can picture you googling like atlanta georgia black mamba (laughs) no okay we can go yeah i'm serious guys there's no black mambas in england right because if there is i'm out (laughs) i'm out their teeth look very nasty their whole faces look nasty their whole everything looks nasty no harry potter Right. Black Mamba equivalent to Basilisk. Same thing. Peace. I'm out of there. Bye, Hogwarts. See you next year. Should have yep. listened to Dobby. Should have listened to Dobby. <laughs> I see blue. What about you? Already then. Blue. Ravenclaw. I was blue? just going to say that, Sarah. <laughs> like, I took a breath to say it, and then you said it. <laughs> oh, whoa. What happened? What? Oh, okay. Got it. All right, so <laughs> the players are fleeing, all that fun stuff. So they decide to look um, where the water really was coming from the, the day of the attack. And it's basically <laughs> level with the um, girls' bathroom, which I was thinking was interesting. Like, I wonder, because clearly they have an American version. They, I don't, do they call, don't they call them lavatories? Probably. I've the got, Lou. Skidoo, we can't do. So the John, the commode. <laughs> there's Personal an out-of-order sign on the bathroom door. Hermione isn't deterred. Deterred. So they go in, and it's described as the gloomiest and most depressing bathroom Harry had ever seen. Mm. There was a large, cracked and spotted mirror, and under was a row of chipped sinks. The floor was damp and reflected the dull light given off by the candles. The wooden doors to the stalls were flaking and scratched, and one was hanging on its hinges. I thought um, it was interesting that the candles were lit. <laughs> if so no one I. uses it. Yeah. And they were, like, described as being, like, little stubs by that point. So, you know, the, who replaces the candles? Probably Filch. Filch. God, he's got a lot to do. Crying yeah. over his For cat. For one giant castle? Yeah. yeah. Crying, crying over his cat. Putting little 
Candles where they need to be. Giving kids detention for being happy. Scrubbing frog brains off (laughs) ceilings or whatever. Cleaning up Harry's mud after he (laughs) comes in from Quidditch. Clean it up after peeves. And trying to learn that quick spell. He's got mm. a full plate. Think think he's probably thinking. I now. feel like Filch some days. <laughs> Amen. I feel like hated. <laughs> oh. Only by you. Oh, <laughs> that that escalated real fast. <laughs> so Hermione heads to the last stall, and that is where we find Myrtle. She's floating above the, the toilet. Myrtle. Myrtle. The Myrtle. Turtle. And uh <laughs> She reminds them that this is the girls' bathroom and Ron and Harry shouldn't be there. So Harry tries to get Hermione to ask. She's like, they're not girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well spotted. Really? (laughs) So Harry tries to get Hermione to ask for it. Let them come back in uh, two years in the fourth book. (laughs) With that long hair. (laughs) No. No. They'll pass as girls. Oh, Lord. It's so bad. So she, he tries to get Hermione to ask Myrtle if she's seen anything, but Myrtle sees it, thinks that they're talking behind her back because he kind of like mouths it to Hermione. Um, and she is still upset with Peeves after what he said about her, really to her, at Nick's death day party. Um, and she basically was like, it was enough to make me go back and kill myself. And then she's like, but. And then Ron. <laughs> Is like not funny, but funny. <laughs> and he goes, Ron reminds her, but she's already dead, so she can't kill herself. <laughs> um, and so then she gets upset again. So she gives a loud, tragic sob and dives into the toilet, spraying water everywhere, <laughs> and rests in the U bend of the toilet. That makes me a little sick. Sobbing in the U. I wonder if that makes the water like come out too, because there's so much like she's crying all the time. All the water in that bathroom are her tears. Yeah. <laughs> her tears fill the toilets. If toilet tears. baby would like <laughs> Toilet tears. I love alliteration. <laughs> so they decide, you know, they don't get much information, so they leave. And as they're leaving, Percy catches them coming out of the bathroom and yells at Ron for them. Yells at Ron for being in there because it's a girl's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Ron is just telling them they were look for, looking for clues and defending themselves when Percy tells them that they shouldn't be around there. Oh, Percy. Oh, Percy. Percy. Pompous Percy. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the alliteration. I have yep. another one. Yep. Tragic toilet tears. Oh. <laughs> Triple. Does anybody want to know a fun fact about Katie? Does she cry in toilets? Her <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Her nickname in high school was Percy. Oh yeah, it was. Oh it was. god, do we have, have to bring that up? Like, <laughs> I don't really know why, but it was. They, I have friends who like because that's how I met her. Was it was Katie or it was Percy and Megan that they're like someone. So I think maybe um, Maya calls you that. I'm like, no, it's been Katie for like a million years. I, I like, could tell you why. Name. It's really embarrassing. Tell us. My hair got like really long in a bad way. <laughs> Katie I, has I super short, short hair. Super short hair, but. For whatever reason, when I was a child, I let it grow out a little too long. And it could fit in a ponytail in the back, you know, not in a good way. So my friend called me Percy because I reminded her of Bill. I don't know why she called me Percy, (laughs) but then it just stuck fifth grade until like, you know, two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, not that long. Yeah. Like it died out like at the end of high school. No, no, it was no in college. She called her that when I came around. Because yeah. it wasn't until we were in college, and I've been yeah. around for nine. And then, like, you years. slowly stopped calling her that, and then I stopped calling her because you stopped calling her that. Yeah, I think but it, it has literally finally died out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So, reading from the book, maybe that's my alter ego name, Probably. Percy. Ooh. 
I just looked. Then there's a mm-hmm. error in this book. It says Perry and not Percy. Really? Mm-hmm. Perry the platypus? It says, get away from there, Percy said, striding towards them and starting to bustle them along, flapping his arms. Don't you care what this looks like? Coming back here while everyone's at dinner? Why shouldn't we be here, said Ron, hotly stopping short and glaring at Percy. Listen, we never laid a finger on that cat. That's what I told Ginny, said Percy fiercely, but she still seems to think that you're going to get expelled. I've never seen her so upset, crying her eyes out. You might think of her. All of the first years are thoroughly overexcited about by this business. You don't care about Ginny, said Ron, whose ears were now reddening. You're just worried I'm going to mess up your chances of being head boy. How true is that, though? Just wait, I'm going to talk about it. Okay, sorry. Five <laughs> points from Gryffindor, Percy said tersely, fingering his prefect badge. And I hope it teaches you a lesson. No more detective work or I'll write to mom. And he strode off the back of his neck as red as Ron's ears. So then I said... So basically, Ron calls Percy out saying he doesn't care about Ginny, just his, just his chances of making head boy. And I said, is he worried more about how his family reflects on... He seems to be worried more about how his family reflects on him. And you see this even later on in the books when he starts working for the ministry and basically cuts off communication with his family. So he's worried more about how he's going to look and how he's going to get ahead than what actually happens to his family. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, too, that like out of all of the siblings, I feel as if Ron and Ginny would be... Like for Ron, like he would be closest to Ginny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that like Percy feels the need to be like, you don't care about Ginny, I would be like, excuse me, we're the closest, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I totally think Percy is just worried about his own image there. Because you see, like, you know, every time like, he's worried about, like, oh, how is this going to reflect on me? I want to be... He even boy. gets, like, so embarrassed by his dad at the ministry mm-hmm. of the position that he holds. Makes and punch him right in the face. Yes. I, yeah. Oh, well, my God. I get said, so like, angry at him. He learns later on, and really too late, that family is more important than any of that. Yeah. Like, being head boy or getting high into the ministry, like, is that really worth it? At the end of the day, all you have is family. Like, literally at the last second before your yeah. brother dies, like, you make amends. Yeah. Literally. Early. Mm-hmm. Too late. And hours, minutes. You do know you? What I, mean? I. The only thing that feels good <laughs> is that Fred knew before he died. Yeah. Yeah. But like, can you imagine how Percy feels after that? I'm sure he's he's never gonna get over it. No, he regrets it for the rest of his life. I'm sure. Can we talk about the fact that um, Katie pointed out that after Fred dies, that George could never perform? A oh my God! Again, don't make me cry. My heart into a million pieces. I've been so uber emotional lately because I'm, you know. A girl, and it's just like, <laughs> wait, what? And you are not a girl. Don't talk you about You are those a things. woman. I'm a woman. You're not girls. We're I'm ladies. A, I'm a girl. No, girl makes you sound like you're I'm for a child. Um, but it was like I made the connection with Percy. You're I'm the like, oldest oh one here. Nope. You see his <laughs> colors. Book two. Are you a grown up kid? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never heard of them. Never heard of them. All right, Basic so knowledge. <laughs> later that night, the trio's in the common room trying to get homework done, sitting far away from Percy. And Ron, when Ron tries to get rid of the smudges on his paper, he sets fire <laughs> yes. to it. He slams his book shut, and surprisingly, Hermione follows suit. What? They discuss who they think is behind the attack and the writings on the wall. They all agree it's probably Malfoy, seeing as he's in Slytherin and loves to (laughs) boast that his entire family was in Slytherin and his father is evil. Although it's technically a lie that all of his family was in Slytherin because Sirius Black is a cousin and he was in Gryffindor. And Tonks is a cousin and she's Hufflepuff. Yeah. So 
Malfoy don't. And uh, I don't think that Tonks oh, pure bloods like to lie. Do you think Tonks's mom was a Slytherin? I don't I know. Think she was. I think she was. was. She yeah. Well, good. I like that but because she, she cool. She cool. She I cool. Think, I don't know. If you think about the way that people do this, like all the people that are trying the hardest or <clears throat> like the most embarrassed of what like what they are are the biggest liars. Umbridge, mm-hmm. Malfoy lied. Voldemort. Voldemort really. <laughs> Back to, sorry. Back to the Hitler thing. Mm-hmm. Blonde hair, blue eyed people in his eyes were great, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all did not have that. Right. I know. It's like, <laughs> it is crazy how true this is. Close they, how similar mm-hmm. they are. I can't believe. I'm so And you know that was on purpose. I Yeah, it's going to be a great conversation when I we really, get to it. I'm so excited to dive into that book that I just bought that's called Harry Potter and History because it talks, mm-hmm. in one of the chapters, talks about that. So Melissa Anelli, who um, started. Harry Potter, the Harry Potter Alliance. Well, she likes, she's a part of the Harry Potter Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote a book called Harry, a history. And I have that. So I'm going to check that book out too. I haven't, yeah. I haven't read it yet, but I bought it a long time ago. She wrote it. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, maybe there's some good info in there too that we yeah, can use. Sure there is. For sure. So they just have to figure out how to prove it. And the easiest way would be to go into the Slytherin common room and listen to what Draco is no doubt bragging about having the key to the, chamber and opening it. Okay. Eeky. Um, so Harry asks how they could prove Draco knows about what is going on and Hermione tells him there may be a way. Of course, it would be difficult and dangerous. Very dangerous. We'd be breaking about 50 school rules. And I This like, is where Hermione gets so yeah. awesome. I go like how different Hermione is from just the year before when she was basically getting so worried <laughs> about just being expelled was the worst thing for her. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, you know what? Because it ain't for this is like her like she this is a mud, a is why she's Ooh. a Gryffindor. Whoa. This, <laughs> this is why she's a Gryffindor. I think. Yeah, just last year she she's, thought getting killed was better than getting expelled. expelled. Yeah, yeah. She's pursuing <clears throat> knowledge. No knowledge. Yeah, she's no. Well, she's pursuing knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's like pursuing to like figure this out and yeah. save. Her peeps. You know, there's brewing important than books and knowledge. Brewing a potion that difficult and that dangerous is very brave. Mm -hmm. Very brave. Mm -hmm. So now she's willing to break some rules to get information. So Harry and Ron think it's impossible to get into the common room and get information out of Draco. But Hermione's like, "Uh, no, we just need some Pala Juice potion. And they were like, uh, what? And she was like, yo. What? What, you listen? what is happening in this episode? She was like, if y'all listen to Snape, he would have been like, yeah, Apologies Potion does this. And they were like, I don't listen to Snape. But she does. So they can transform into three Slytherins and gain access to the common room and the information they are seeking. Three. Unfortunately, the recipe is in a book called, is it just most potent potions? I yeah. think so. Which is in the restriction section in the library where you need a teacher's signature to get a book out. Does that uh, guy who says Merope say mosty potenty potions? I think he says most potent potions. That's how I say it. Mosty potente. (laughs) Jim Dale is bomb. Okay. You know who needs to read the books? David Thewlis. All right. Can I finish reading my little section? No. Have you not seen that video? Needs to read them all. Can you go on to the group and see <gasps> what? <gasps> you need to watch this episode. Okay. So the Polyjuice Potion. Oh, yeah, no. You will cry. 
<laughs> the so. Prowler Juice Potion, which, which is a complex and time-consuming concoction, is best left to highly skilled witches and wizards. This is from um, Pottermore, by the way. It enables the consumer to assume the physical appearance of another person as long as they have first po- procured part of the individual's body to add to the brew. This toenails. may be anything. Toenail clippings, dandruff, or worse. Toenails. But it is most um, usual to use the hair. The idea that a witch or wizard might make an evil use of body parts is an ancient one and exists in the folklore and superstitions of many cultures. The effect of the potion is only temporary and depending on how well it has been brewed may last anything from between 10 minutes and 12 hours. Wow. Whoa. Wait, so why Ooh, I never knew that. So Neither I, did I. So I bet you the polyjuice potion that Barty Crouch Jr. is drinking thing. must be very potent. Mm-hmm. Potente? I don't most day so, potent. I don't know. Hold on, though. But let's go to that because he takes a swig of his flask a lot. Maybe he's not that good at making a potion, That's or maybe he's just maybe, paranoid. Maybe it's that not too. very good, or he's paranoid about yeah. how strong it is. Hmm. Mm. You can change we'll age, sex, <laughs> and race by taking the pile juice potion, but not species. As we, as we find out. Oh, so these are JK. The yeah. What do you mean? When Floor did it. <laughs> she was like, don't look at me. Bill, look away. I'm, I'm hideous. hideous. <laughs> that's, that's all I think of is like, so, Floor. These are JK Rowling. And Hermione, thoughts. do you like, I just think of the shot of like Emma turning into Dan is just so weird. Even a brow. These are JK Rowling's thoughts on. The polyjuice potion. I remember creating the full list of ingredients for the polyjuice potion. Each one was carefully selected. Lacewing flies. The first part of the name suggests an intertwining or binding together of two identities. Leeches to suck the essence out of one or into the other and into the other. Horn of a bicorn. The idea of duality. Is that correct? I love yeah. whenever she yes. like goes through and explains the ingredients. Okay. It's amazing. Yes. Not grass. Another hint of being tied to another person. Mm-hmm. Fluxweed. The uh, mutability of the body as it changed into another. And boom slang skin. A shedded outer body and a new inner. The fact that Hermione is able to make a com- competent polyjuice potion at the age of 12 is testimony to her outstanding magical ability because it is a potion that many adult witches and wizards fear to attempt. That's got to be like the comparison of Harry casting a Patronus at 13. Yeah. You know, like it's the same I thing. I want J.K. Rowling to do that with the Wolfsbane potion. Yes, Can you tell us all so of the good. ingredients and like what they mean and why they're in it? Yes. Yeah. Meg came up with a pretty sweet theory of what would be in a Wolfsbane potion. I did, but for another day. It's pretty boss. All right. So now I'm going to read a little bit just the end of this chapter because I love Ron. Mm. So there's only one way to get up out a book from the restricted section. You need a signed note of permission from a teacher. Hard to see why we'd want the book, really, said Ron. If we weren't going to try and make one of the potions, I think, said Hermione, that if we made it sound as though we were just interested in theory, we might stand a chance. Oh, come on. No teacher's going to fall for that, said Ron. They'd have to be really thick. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Who do you think would be thick enough to sign for their little permission? I don't know. I no. think maybe we'll find out in the next chapter. Maybe. You're still hoping. We shall see. I think it's Snape. <laughs> Katie's <laughs> starting some bleep. Some boing. We don't use bleeps on this podcast. We Fine. use boings. Okay. Lightning bolt brown. 
I want like a, a sound of thunder clashing or yes. something. I'll put it in. All right, who's got questions? I don't remember. What <laughs> I told you to write it down. You ma'am. Oh, what is it now, ma'am? You kiss my butt. <laughs> Megan, do you remember yours? Oh, okay, times two. ma'am. Yeah, well, this mom just told you. <laughs> Hey, mom, do you have? I know that it was about Salazar Slytherin. It was about like the story of Hogwarts. Shoot. (laughs) Should have listened to mom. (laughs) She's always right. (laughs) Do you have any questions prepared? No. (laughs) Oh, okay, mom. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say I was going to have any. I asked a lot of questions during my thingy. Peace portion. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Slytherin had good intentions? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> I know I backed him, but like he's still a bad dude. No, I I don't think so either, really. I hate that that is like the history of my house, you know, because like there's so much more to being Slytherin than that. Yeah. Because even Ron, like when they're talking about it, he's like, I can't believe like he's the one that started all this pure blood stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that reflects on like everybody and it's not like, true. I feel Sl- like Slytherins are, really I feel cool. like Slytherins have this mark on them. Yeah. A almost dark mark. of like racism. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's so not cool because yeah. like, okay, straight out real life example right here. Real, real time life, real time life, real time. like ridiculous ridiculous feminist like all about equality and like oh that that's me but i'm also a slytherin you know like uh-huh. nothing to do like you know those views are like polar opposites mm-hmm. and it sucks that that is the history of I my don't house think, no no i don't think that that being a feminist and being a slytherin are total polar opposites i think that I think the way that you no, not being a Slytherin, goals. saying like racism is like oh, the no, found. I agree with that. So Salazar's yeah. idea, ideals. yes, right. But I don't think I don't view Slytherins as that. No, I no, no. I know, but it's people. just I'm saying like the history of yeah. my house, like just, being the polar yeah. opposite of like people in our time potentially, like who they are. It's unfortunate that the history of it's clouding it kind exactly, of yes. yeah, and that sucks. Yes, I can understand that. So. But ambition can totally go towards anything. Correct. I be ambitious. Whoop, whoop. Ambition. <laughs> I take on way too much crap. <laughs> oh that is true. I do. She spread does. thin, yo. Spread thin. Do you want to ask about Ariana's? You were saying something on the thing. Oh, Ariana's was that? supposed to be like someone with severe autism. Yeah, it was just a it was just a thought I had because Joe like parallels things to the real world. I know a lot of people um the spectrum is so large. I see I would view it more as something as like PTSD. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Because she's so terrified of what happened to her that yeah. she doesn't want She's like almost scared into submission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can I see, see that. that. And you can even correlate that back to um Credence, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that he's around, um, is her name Mary? 
bare bones. Yes, yes. Bones, that yeah. she's so his mother figure. Yeah, she's yeah. so she no hardcore mama. against all of that that he's so afraid. And she's not afraid to use the belt. You know what I mean? So. You know, she even Side, looks like Umbridge. She uh, she mm. does. Side note about Credence. Uh, he's in Cleveland this weekend. Yeah. He's at WizardCon in Miller. Cleveland. Why don't we go to that? Because it's $80 to get his autograph. Well, I don't need to actually get his autograph. I know, but Doesn't still. Know who we Ezra are? Miller. Yeah. Just call him up. We know another guy named but he, So there's like... <laughs> so we basically know you. There's been like a commercial on the radio like all week about it. And every time they're like, and Ezra Miller from The Flash. And I'm like, no, he's from Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Where is it at? The convention center? Huntington yeah. Convention Center, yeah. I mean, Wizard World tickets are like ridiculously expensive. It's like one of the more expensive cons. And then on top of that, you have to like pay to get a picture and pay to get an autograph and all of that. And... It would be a very so, expensive weekend. Go to our uh, Patreon page. And <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it'll be too late. Um, I guess Dan Fogler's been making the rounds at cons, too. <gasps> I'd love to meet him. Oh. Jacob. Jacob. Who? Jacob. From Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah. Cool. He's the friends with Amanda. I thought you meant He's Newt Scamanda's best friend. Twilight. Yeah, him. Why would we care about him? <laughs> Jacob Black, is that his name? Yeah. yeah, I like Perhaps to rock for you the boat. Is it black? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it is. No, because I not. yes, it is because I always remember being really annoyed that his last name was Black. Serious? Like serious? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Do you have a question? Can you imagine like, how many times question? he said that joke? <laughs> oh my god! I, I agree. I want that's dirty. Um, <laughs> let's move on then. So my question is yes. What animal would you like to talk to? Mm. I think I've asked this my maybe, and, but what would the language be called? Oh, that's really hard. So, like with a with a snake, it's parcel tongue, and everybody has to have a different answer. Ooh. I want Katie to answer before Megan because they're probably Wait, gonna say the same thing. I want to talk to cats, and the language would be called whiskers. <gasps> oh my gosh, Mike, drop! <laughs> Nobody can go after that. Literally I just agree. popped in my head. <laughs> I would talk to Fozzie. What would the language be called? Barkingtons. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be called <laughs> Woof. <laughs> your boy or your girlfriend. Buzz your girlfriend. Buzz your girlfriend. Woof. Would you only be able to speak to Foz or all dogs? All dogs. Go to heaven. I was going to say, <laughs> say it. It was coming out of my mouth, babe. She said it. (laughs) See, I stole that from you, just like you stole Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues. I think I would want to talk. To a black mamba. (laughs) Stay away. Get away. You don't bite me, I won't bite you. (laughs) Picture Meg biting a black mamba. Oh, Oh, God. <laughs> can I say tigers? You sure, sure. can. Well, because that's like the cat family, though. I didn't say well, that. I said the same. No, no, no. You're good with You can say tigers. Okay. I, I will accept that. Okay. Because if it wasn't tigers, it'd be otters. I think they're <gasps> so cute. I otters. Now, well, but I don't, I don't have an answer. So uh, what would you say for both? I'll give you... Tigers, you the language would be... Katie. Roarish. Oh, ooh, I like mm. that. Okay. We liked my Barkingtons. I was going to no. say strippity strike. <laughs> Sarah, you're like, no. Strippity strike. 
and otters. What do they sound like though? They, they like, like squeal, like little kind of yeah. right, like squeaks. Squeakies. Squeakies. Good. I like it, Sarah. How about you? Otters are so stinking cute. How they're adorable. I just want one. I love They're like as them. cute as raccoons. I love watching them mm. play with little rocks. Trash pandas. <laughs> it's such, it's no, like such everybody, everybody, trash panda. <laughs> everybody <laughs> who raccoons. Everyone who disagrees with the fact that raccoons are stinking adorable, they are. Cute. Go I don't want to look at and them. follow Jonathan the raccoon on Instagram. Jonathan. Oh my god, he's so adorable. I love him. Also, he's like Gina their pet. Fox. Yes. Oh Jennifer yeah. Big. Also follow O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that I would either want to talk to penguins or elephants because those are my two favorite animals. Um, penguins are so cute. They're so cute. Oh, I love their little adorable. waddle. And then they dive into the water. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, I waddle. What would I? I don't know what my just is. Okay, you waddle now. Let's talk again in like a couple weeks here. I waddle. You waddle. We, we all, all waddle. waddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would my language be called if I was talking to penguins? To, what do they sound like? <coughs> Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? Um, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think for you. Waddle words. <gasps> waddle words. I'm okay with that. Welcome to now waddle what, words. What would it be for elephantes? Do it. Fantanese. <laughs> now, how do you spell that? <laughs> spell that for me. P F F F F. If I was going to spell that, it would be T H A T. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, you so funny, girl. <laughs> it would have to be like something with trunk, like trunk-ish. trunkish, like Turkish, <laughs> but oh. trunkish. What just Veterinary. happened? What just happened? I well, you know, when you're married, we married. Okay. So my we married. <laughs> Imagine you are your house founder and you want to build a secret room. Mm. What would it look like? A dungeon. <laughs> Mine With would a be... basilisk in it. No kidding. Would, it, would it be like the red room? <laughs> oh, geez. You are just. Mine would be the inside of a refrigerator. It would be cold. But you hate yeah, being cold. cold. It'd be warm. It's magic. The yeah, food but... would be fine. <laughs> and so would I. Okay, I'd be a snack pantry. There we go. That snacks. <laughs> would it be filled with snack packs? Hey. Only when Tiffany came to visit. Thank there you. we go. It would magically fill <gasps> with whatever no. you want. Also, it's okay, like you also have to have food. you also have to have a creature in there that the true heir can a So nifla. mine would be a raccoon because <laughs> they eat lots of food. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they eat lots of garbage. <laughs> well that's good. It'll eat the garbage and save the good stuff for you. There you go. See, no waste in the you, Hufflepuff Sarah. room. Nope. So, reduce, reduce, wait, reduce, reuse, recycle. There we go. R e c y c l e recycle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think reducio is a spell and it like recycles? It is reducto. Reducto. But that just blasts stuff. Makes it smaller. Oh no, yeah, that's that's bombarda maxima. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, Tiffany, what would you I never like? said charms was my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have a bunch of squashy furniture. Squashy. Okay. Many a snack. What kind of snacks? Airheads. 
and gummy she bears. She is in your head, so she doesn't need those. Ouch. <laughs> Fruit roll-ups. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, sir. How many chips did I get you today? Hmm? Mm. Chipotle. Chipotle chips. <laughs> chips. Green salsa. I would like a plug. Thank you, Chipotle. Give us some royalties. And. And free Chipotle. All the dogs. <laughs> all the doggies. Mm. Doggos. I love Think that word. Doggos. Full of all of the dogs in the world. Mm. All be, the nice dogs. It'd be like 101 trillion Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then everybody could get their own, like, cuddle dog. So, like, Ooh. when you're feeling sad or whatever, you have a little companion. You get a little pupper. Blood. But, like, what about me? Because I'm allergic. Well, you're not welcome. When you right. walk in there, you have no allergies. There's magic. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the allergies don't Good affect you when you're in you That do, would be amazing. You do the spells or techo. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> and you're good to go. Or need all the pooches. All right. Claritino. Your word. I mean, room. <laughs> okay, hold on. What am I, I supposed to be a hidden room in the castle. It's her crowd surfing on a bunch of cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sweet. the cats are crowd surfing on her. Oh, <laughs> that'd bones. be so cute. Um, it would be a big old library filled with every version of every Harry Potter book ever made. <laughs> Can I, this sounds more like a Ravenclaw room. I don't care. Ooh. A big old library with big old comfy cushions everywhere and like a big, big bag chair. Fire. Yeah, like the beanbag chair type cushions. I had a cat with a big fire. Chair. <gasps> we had to throw it oh, away. Oh, that's sad. How I have rude. a friend that once peed in a cat litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Did it clump? I was told no. <laughs> what has this turned into? Uh, so there would be a huge fireplace, and then like a naked cat. And mean, wait, wait, you wait. mean a hairless? Yeah, a hairless I cat. Mean, yeah. <laughs> He's got naked no, cats. He's got no pants on, <laughs> and his name would but be. But he Harry. has a jumper. <laughs> his name would be Harry, and then I would have a um. This is very detailed. I'm sorry, guys, but I would have a. What are they called, Katie? What? Taylor Swift cats. Oh, the Scottish folds. I would have Scottish fold cat. Is it the ones with no ears? They're, the ones with They're the folded. Ears? Okay, calm yourself. <laughs> they are folded. <laughs> and then I would have Iggy and Teddy, so I'd have four cats. Not the other ones. You don't want your uh, the pterodactyl cat. Or whatever. <laughs> Polydactyl. <laughs> well, uh, he's really he's really cute, and I really like him, and he's cool because he's polydactyl. But he's our roommate, so I can't steal him from him. And then like pterodactyl cats. And then like rookie, the polydactyl That's has the to name. keep a friend. He has to keep a friend, so Minnie is going to stay behind. Because she doesn't like me. Maybe so, okay, so to summarize this quickly, it would be a massive library with every version of Harry Potter, squashy beanbag chairs, a huge roaring fire, and four cats, a hairless Scottish fold, and then Iggy and Teddy. And they would live forever. They would live forever. Forever. All right. So Only what I movie is that from? Forever. So what I would do is I would have a bookshelf. Just one? I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because it magically, whatever book, whatever mood you're in, you can get whatever book, whatever you want to read right off that shelf. It's going to have a magical window. So whatever view you're in the mood to look at, 
a forest. This is very Ravenclaw. A uh, beach. I actually feel it's very Hunger Games. Like, very capital. Mm. It is very capital. Well, then, then be I'm smart not, people. You, you're oh, gonna, there's going to be a fireplace because I like me a little roaring, roaring fire. Cozy little blankets. And then oh, so many blankets. For you to either, you could either have, it could turn into a bed, your favorite chair, whatever type of receptacle you like to sit on or lay on, <laughs> a couch. I prefer my bed. So basically your room is a room of requirement with specific requests. Yeah. Yeah, that's Because cool. whatever you need in that time and space. Yeah. Now, animal that I would have in there. Can I be in there? I'm a good cuddler. I wouldn't know. Oh, you know. I think that, what beast would I have in there? Fozzie. Me, because I'm a sexy beast. <laughs> Who would I, what kind of... A version of yourself scary? pops up in there. Hippogriff. They're not oh. cuddly. They could be. Yeah, talons Do we want something cuddly? But they've got feathers and fur. They're also pterodactyls. I, you know who is a good good cuddler, though, is Fozzie. Fozzie is good. What about He's Fang? From his mama. I'd have Fang. Fang's a lot in there. Oh so my probably God, Fang good and Fozzie dog. would be such good buddies. Yeah. Fang? Because it's just like a relaxing, chill out a lot. space where you can, you know, do you. She would have towels, though, for the drool. Fang drool. Yeah. I would also like to add that I'd have a million blankets in my room. Okay, let's go. Katie. Exactly. <laughs> a million. Katie already... Oh, fan story. <laughs> fan story. I was like, she Wait, already do we gave have her any answer. More questions? Do you? I think we should move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. This is a long one. Yeah. Okay. So this fan story comes from Jenna Ryan. Thanks, she, Jenna. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Jenna. She said that so <laughs> angrily. She said, I've been... I've been waiting until I had some time to send in my Potter profile. I remember getting my copy of Sorcerer's Stone in third grade, 1998, at a Scholastic Book Fair. Yes, I loved loved Scholastic Scholastic Book book Fairs. Best day of the year. They still do them. I took it with me on my family's first first trip to Disney World. I remember reading it at night when we got back from the parks on our little pull-out trundle bed back at our Dixie Landings resort room. Shout out to Dixie Landings. Old school. I'd always loved reading, so it was just a good fit. I don't remember the next three specifically, though I know I, I did. I do remember getting Goblet of Fire, sitting on the big armchair in our living room and reading it straight through, as I then did with the next three books, too. I don't really remember a time when Harry Potter wasn't always a part of my life. My little sister, cousin, and I used to run around in garbage bags going from room to room pretending my aunt's house was our own personal Hogwarts. That's amazing, like little ropes. <laughs> yes, my sister did previously mention this on her, on her profile that was read on a previous episode, and yes, I did pretend to be Fleur Potter. Amazing. <laughs> I, I remember reading that. <laughs> from about fifth grade pretty much until today, my friend Andrea and I used to have long talks about the books, dissecting every last detail. And if I could have recorded our talks from back then, it would make for a pretty great podcast if I say so myself. Mm. One of my favorite Potter memories is waiting down in our computer room for the Sorcerer's Stone trailer to download. Due to dial-up internet and it being 2001, <laughs> it buffered for approximately four hours, and I sat and waited and waited and watched the first few seconds more times than I'm proud to admit. <laughs> I grew up on Potter, and once again, a family Disney trip aligned with more Potter memories. We were down there the first week the Wizarding World opened and made the first family trek there for it. And yes, we did wait in line for hours from the front of the park for hours to get into Hogsmeade, where we were waiting in more lines for everything. I'm 29 now, and I still love Harry Potter, obviously. I used to reread the series every summer and just recently listened to all of them because audiobooks are life and allow for multitasking in the crazy world of adulting. Honest Mm -hmm. to God. Mm -hmm. Recently, I've developed some really bad anxiety and listening to any Harry Potter book just 
Any Harry Potter book just brings me peace. My mom described it as a hug. That's the best way I've ever heard it described. Not only is Hogwarts home, but the books are like a hug. She also adds, also, I want to be all of your friends. I love seeing that new podcast is up. Thanks for being awesome. We're totally friends. Yeah, we'd be friends. I remember Sarah telling me that story. Sarah is her sister. Um, I remember Sarah telling me the story about them going to the Wizarding World for that first time. And, like, they grew up a Disney family. That was their first time going, like, stepping foot in Universal. And it was just, like, lines after lines after lines because it was, like, insanity. Mm-hmm. Um and Sarah always says that her little sister deemed that the worst day of her life. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it looks like you. Jenna had fun, so that's yeah. good. Thank, thank you, Jenna, for thank sharing you. your story. Thanks. We love your share. And I, I love- totally agree that Hogwarts is just a big yes. old yes, yes, I love that. Because we always say it's home, but like, what what is that feeling? It's home, it's warmth. And that's a really a good hug. analogy for anxiety. Like, Mm-hmm. Usually, when you want anxiety, you j- when you want anxiety, <laughs> I want anxiety. <laughs> it feels so good when you have anxiety. Like one thing that really helps with anxiety is just a hug. That's why they have those like blankets yeah. that are like weighted. Yeah. What happens when you hate hugs? <laughs> well, you just I wear don't the blanket. Know. I, can't, I can force hugs upon me by these people. I, I always give you. her good old hugs. I'm gonna hug you so hard later. I'm gonna I hug you not, too. I don't, my best friend and I probably—we've known each other for ten years—probably hugged five times. I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. It just—I get uncomfortable. You—you you will spoon with me, so I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> Spoiler alert: We're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though. But yeah, Hogwarts is home. And even though Katie said that home and Hogwarts is warm, my home is cold. So. Oh. Okay. Same. Medias yeah. of for, social. Thanks for your story. We appreciate it. It's true. Yeah, you're Thank awesome. Thank you, Jana. Um, so make sure that you join our Facebook group to use for discussion on each episode. And we love, 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 love talking nice. to everybody on there. I like seriously, our Facebook group just like blows my mind. So anybody who's not in it yet, you're missing go out. out and join it. So many people say that like this group is the only reason why they even go on Facebook. So if you don't have a Facebook and you don't want to use Facebook, just make one and join our group. And we are it's, kind. It's not yeah. like the regular internet. It's yeah. like the better internet because if you're mean on our page, we'll kick you off. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, everybody's and I'm not. I've, even ne- I've never encountered like, a negative thing. I have you're never. Amazing. I've mm-hmm. never kicked anybody out of the group. Yeah, we never. Have. FYI, but like that's always been like our thing. Like, hey, if somebody is getting nasty, like that's There's not what no our group is about. There's, There's no need we for will it. Not yes. stand There's for it. There's enough negativity in the real world, mm-hmm. like in the world in general. That like this is just a safe space. You mm-hmm. be your most authentic self. We love you. Everybody accepts you. And if you're mean, bye. Come join our bubble. <laughs> bye. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go and like our Facebook page, get all the latest info, join our Facebook group. We are Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Tumblr. Um, and you can also join us on Patreon for lots of exclusive content. In case you didn't hear it from Tiffany throughout this whole episode. (laughs) So we have different, basically how Patreon works is we have different levels. Um, our bow truckle and higher patrons get access to the Felix Files, which is a special podcast that comes out every other week. Uh, and then our Phoenix level patrons also get to join us for a monthly Google hangout and they get to be a guest on the Felix files. 
If you don't know what a Google Hangout is, it's like we get together for an hour once and a we month, just talk, and it's, it's like a video. Time. It's a video chat. Yeah, it's FaceTime with multiple people. And honestly, mm-hmm. a lot of times they get like not. I wouldn't even say exclusive content, but they get to insider find out, like, stuff. Yeah, insider stuff, and see what we do, and see what we're gonna do in the future, so they can even give us like like we ask like their for feedback. their feedback all the time. Yeah. Like we pull what, ideas from them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what do yeah. you guys think if we did this? Or did you like this thing that we just did? Like, give us feedback on it, if we should do it again, or whatever. Sometimes you get to see me eat part of my dinner. Every time we're always, sometimes you get always to eating. See, sometimes you get to see our cats. Yeah. And Fozzie. Oh, Fozzie for sure. And my pets, and wait, I don't have any. <laughs> your elephant and your penguin. Um, you might so, see my bedroom. Who knows? <laughs> so if any of that sounds fun or interesting, make sure that you head over to patreon.com forward slash swish and choose your support level in it. Basically, what the support on Patreon does is it keeps the podcast afloat, mm-hmm. and it lights up the Lumos in our heart, guys. Oh, it keeps oh. us going. Um, basically, <laughs> it allows us to afford equipment that we need for the podcast, make us sound better, mm-hmm. um, and monthly fees to keep the podcast going. Is true. And even give us stuff so we can make fun videos so you guys can watch them. Like yeah. cook stuff from the Harry Potter cookbook. And we're going to craft some stuff. Yeah. And from the Harry Potter craft book. And travel to cons. And, and stuff. make some cocktails. Or mocktails. And yeah. And Katie's because she's not a big mm-hmm. All right, kids. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> <laughs> recording. Recording. I thought you were going to be like, Ricola. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Let's just sing the entire episode. What if we talked like this the whole time? Let's talk without smiles on our faces. Let's just be sad. I can't us. even do that. Like, <laughs> all right. That just means you're too. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Snacks. 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 I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie, and I'm Sarah. No, and I'm Sarah. (laughs) And I'm the artist, formerly known as Harris. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.